Yo, this is Kuyo Chris, and this is Kuyo Chris and Friends. Welcome. Uh, today, my guest is Sean Pierre. I met him through Jiu Jitsu at FTCC up here in Daly City, Mission Street. He is a uh, creative. He's done photography, and he is also an entrepreneur. He launched a medical cannabis delivery service out here in San Francisco called Mighty Breed, mightybreed.org if you want to check it out. And so we just chop it up a little bit here and there about different topics, but got to talk about his history out here being born in San Francisco and just his point of view on life and everything. Just want to give a little disclaimer that in the middle, the audio will change in quality a bit because the computer kind of conked out for a little bit, but at least I got the audio from the camera. So we, we, we did some uh, audio magic, mixed it in and you might hear it but i just hope you enjoy thanks positivity love let's go just be you and welcome to the kuya chris and friends (laughs) podcast we just jump right in and the way i like to jump into it usually as a performance but i want to do a quick rundown of you sean yes what is your name? My name is Sean Veray, Sean Pierre Veray. That's my middle name. And where did you grow up? Uh, San Francisco, born and raised in San Francisco, California. A little bit in the East Bay for maybe about five, six years. But I what still, is yeah. your creative side? Uh, I like creating. Uh, I, I'd, I'd like to call it like new media. You know, like it's it's not photography anymore. It's not it's not going to be music and like anything you you categorize now. It's it's I for me it's new media because it's look. I mean, if you look at podcasting as a whole, it used to be radio. Like it's just new internet based for me is just new media because um, for me it was it was photography and when I was doing photography, the technology went from film all the way to digital and it's it's just so easy now to become a photographer with your phone with yeah your, yeah um, yeah with the with the, you pay a thousand dollars camera can do everything it'll do everything do thousand three hundred yeah three hundred three hundred dollar your, yeah. your phone is a leased device from a carrier and you and you're creating you're creating art essentially you're creating movies you're creating art via phones people are creating music from their phones so you're very interested in like this new new yeah. media concept like I, that i do because evolution you know it's real i mean everything is, is is evolving around the digital age at this point i mean virtual reality it's, it's but then we're crazy. all on our phones now i i, I we're all you know what when you go out i went to chibog shout out to chibog but a few <laughs> months ago like i see a pair sitting on the table no they're both on their phones like on a no date looking but they're just there isn't it crazy how there's no more communication between people because it's i found myself like texting my wife like from across the room just because i was no i mean no. not not on the regular just yeah, like yeah, just i was once, like, like i was watching my kid you know and she was in the bathroom like pumping her tits or something and then it was just <laughs> i just said hey you know like what's up like what's what do you wear? You know, it's just, <laughs> and it's, uh, and then she'll respond back. It'll be fun, but then, like in reality, I should have just been like, "Hey, what? What do you? You know?" But yeah, that's. I mean, it, you you said it. I mean, Chibog is. I actually know the owners of that place, and um, I see it. Like we always make fun of the people. Like me and my wife sometimes when we're out, make fun of who? The people that are just kind of like phones, on yeah. their, they're not <laughs> yeah. communicating. It's like we're just like, "Hey, check, check, you know, check the couple table six and." 
It's weird, man. And sometimes I understand it. Sometimes I feel it though myself. Like it's yeah. a crutch almost. Yeah. If I start feeling awkward or anything, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll pull it out and start like just surfing. And then now it's like a practice of trying to stop myself from doing that and just sit. All right, I yeah. guess I'll just sit in this awkwardness yeah, man. and just see what's going on it, around it, me. It, it feels weird though, right? Because you're not you're not used to it anymore. Before when we didn't have phones. You we were doing there. all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I got an app called Moment. Moment. And then it tracks how much time you spend on your phone, how much time <sighs> you pick it up. It has pickups, right? Every time you pick it up and open, unlock. In a that day, I was averaging up. around like 98, 100 pickups. Really? Yeah. And then when I first started using it, it was like six hours a day on my phone. Fuck. And then I remember the max was like two or three hours on Instagram, dog. Damn. Just because it would show which apps you use hey. the most too. <laughs> Dude, I didn't realize that it's... I, I say, oh, I don't watch TV because I don't, right? Yeah. But that's become like the mini your TV. Your phone's your TV. Yeah, but at least it's cut down. I've been able to cut down what you measure, With, you can hey, change. But at I least you're conscious down. about it, man. Yeah. And you're yeah. doing... I'm going to... I'm going to download that shit because yeah. I want to see, I bet you like it's, it's kind of, it's going to surprise me and I'm sure it surprised you how long you're on that thing. <laughs> so yeah, does it know what, does it know your history too? It's like, Oh, there's like porn on there. There's like, <laughs> it doesn't say that unless you have a porn app. Oh, that's I don't true. Know, there isn't. Unless it's like YouTube and or I know. whatever, the, Chrome, oh. the Chrome browser. That's right, true. Yeah. Right? It's like, Oh, no, he's just, been on the Chrome browser for <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, 20 sorry, hours. Wikipedia yeah. <laughs> research, you know, you know, but Instagram's the one though. It's Instagram's almost, the one. It's, it's been just, getting me. There's so many hoes and there's so many <laughs> great bodies, you know, yeah. It makes you realize that there are so many shit yeah, people dude, in the world. I guess real. if you have six billion people right, watching you in like the just, world, yeah. right, there's bound to be beautiful people. And they're the ones who get like on the forefront yeah. of what you're swiping and everything. So, so here's the thing. I have a, a couple of friends that are, that are heavily into Instagram because that's kind of like their marketing tool. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. there's people like, I'm not going to mention their names, but um, you know, the things ends in, like anything you see that says like something, some like a, like a noun picks like P I X or something. It's mm. like um, car picks. Like that, that guy is actually cool. Like I follow that guy. Um, vape picks. Um, I think there's like weed picks or something. Anyone mm -hmm. that can snatch a trending type name, of, and picks, then get the name. And then just, feature people that are on um like other pages that have like say it's weed pics yeah yeah there's uh like beautiful pictures like the most beautiful pictures of weed and shit but in reality someone is paying that fucker to post that shit yeah i saw a rate sheet one time i'm not talking about you weed pics but one of these pics guys his rate i think it was like 1800 dollars for the week so he'll him. post you consistently exactly. for the week, like maybe one or two posts a day. Yeah, and then the something. more posts that you want on there, the more the more it costs. So it was like, I saw three thousand as one of the the gold packages for a fucking week. One one person too. Well, it makes sense now that Instagram swept up that analytics. Um, um, being able to yeah. analyze that because people used to use third party, right? Uh, Crowdfire, all these yeah. other things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. they shut that down. They just added analytics onto your own page if you convert it to business, right? Yes. And then it shows all the impressions, the demographics That's and all that. fucking insane. And man. so you can sell. You can just sell. It's, it's crazy. crazy. I, I got to say though, 
props to the people who capitalized on that yes. and thought of that framework like shout outs yes right doing a dollar for shout, shout outs oh, and then dude, just consistently doing that building yeah. enough of a platform where it's entertaining on the side right and then building your audience and then boom now you have yeah. a marketing tool imagine the amount of traffic like for example if you're a car guy you know i was a huge miata guy there's a there's yeah, a there's a, a there's a, a site or there's a uh, yeah there's a site called top miata they feature a lot of these these miatas and oh my gosh like the exposure that you get just from one post you know like just by one post like they show your car on there you're being seen by like hundreds of thousands even millions of people really yeah it's crazy so I, I get it. You know, a shout out is worth a lot of money because it, it builds a brand. Especially if you have a product connected to yes. the shout out. Yes. Right. So damn, they must be making bank like they these are. these big name ones, like even the comedy ones, Dude, right? You'll like be Leanne surprised. V, yes. King Bo- those people with millions of followers already. Yes. And then they just do like a shout out for Fitty. Dude. Like that. And sometimes they're not even handling their shit. They got someone doing it for them or something like that. Mm. Like it's it's gotten to that point. It's gotten to that point. That's on some level, I just gotta give props. It's kind of yeah, dope. It is dope. It is like that new media that you won't see any of these folks on TV anytime soon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one or two guest type things, yeah. right? But it's not a consistent thing for them to have a spot on TV. Yeah. But th- a lot of them are even bigger in terms of numbers than the local newscasters who have their own Twitter account, right? It's, They're just blown up. You, you'll just all of a sudden see some like the other day uh the other week i, I met a guy named nick law he's a, he's a he's a great photographer he's from oakland he's a local guy nick law nick law n-i-k-k underscore l-a i believe and he um you know he he's a photographer i met him on a reebok shoot i, I got to shoot with uh an idol of mine by the name of uh, james law he's the guy that caught that photo of anderson silva kicking vitor right in the mouth have you, oh, really? have you seen that photo if i remember right it's everywhere it's in the video game it's all over so i remember when i saw that picture i had to know who who shot that so i i found out who it was and i actually got to shoot with him oh actually i just helped him out um when he was here it was a couple of months ago and he had an assistant, another assistant. I was just assisting as well. And his name was Nick Law. He's a, a photographer for, uh, and he's a brand ambassador. That's another thing that you can get from Instagram where if your work is that fucking good, you can approach these camera companies and be sponsored by these mm. people. And they send him all over the freaking world. And his pictures are amazing. And, you know, he has a huge following and he shoots with a Leica. You know, it's that's the, the, one of the biggest names in photography. Mm-hmm, and he's only like, 25 26 years old and you just never know like that's the guy this is little dude you're not little or anything but (laughs) it's just this asian guy nick law yeah nick law all right shout out great shit the guy is amazing man okay i i I didn't know who he was until um a friend of mine he saw my instagram because uh i guess james had put you know the squad he was like a squad it was me and nick side by side and my friend was like hey you know that was nick law right and i was like yeah, I just met him like the other day. I, you know, like I just—he's a really cool guy. Uh, he, you know, he has a hookup on some stuff that I like, and um, we just had a really good—we just really clicked. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, um, yeah, and then, and then I, he did, I, I looked into his Instagram, and I was just like, "Holy shit, this guy's work is amazing!" And you know, photography has has branched out to drones too. Yeah, that's, that's if you crazy. ever see some of these photographers' pages where they have like 
like a top view of San Francisco. How the fuck did you get that shot? Right? <laughs> so I, you know, they're, they're using drones, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And those drones are starting to get really, really, really good. And some people are really using those for top quality videos. Yes. And just video shoots that would have been so expensive to do before. Yeah. But now just a G just or two, like your top professional quality video yes. at least. That's yes. pretty crazy. Okay, I know that you're creative. I just want to kind of give quick yeah, yeah. features of who I know about you first. Like, mm -hmm. you do jujitsu. Yeah, man, that's how we know each other. You the purple belt leg locker of hey. FTCC. Shout out to Faito. Faito. Tamashe Combat Club. Faito. Darren Uye no Yama. Um, but you also, I know you as an entrepreneur. Yes. You had a venture. Um, when we f when did it start? Tell it me started, about Mighty Breed. So it started out in 2014. Um, I was a uh, in in 2013. I, I was still freelancing, and to tell you the truth, like freelance photography uh, in the city, it's it just about like three years back. It just totally changed. It evolved again. You know, like that's it. it just it just really kind of took a like a 180. So for me, I was going broke. Wait, but for the um, before that shift as a freelance photographer, was that your full time gig? It was my all I did, and, and that's what you were putting food on the table with. Yes. So oh, if you okay. can imagine, it's it it when when things involve where you have to make money with your creative, um, with your creative talent, like it's it's really really hard because you start doubting yourself. You know, like you you think you. You know, like you're supposed to not talk to other people. Like you're supposed to be your own like guy and just like fight hard, fight hard, make money, right? But in reality, like if I would have like did it all over again, I would have done a lot more networking for sure. Hmm. Just because I've this business venture has has really shaped my life at this point. So marijuana is is one thing that I've always done ever since I was I was younger, and I thought that's all I want to be in. Like I, when I was a kid, I wanted, I loved cars, you know, like, I, and then I became a mechanic, but then I hated it because I, I felt old, you know, because oh, I was you just, worked as a mechanic. Yeah. I was, I, my first real, real job that I've held for many years was I was a, a master tech at Mercedes of San Francisco. Oh, so what? I it, didn't know that about well, yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I went to automotive school because, uh, when I met my, my, my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time. We, we, we met at ceremony. <laughs> yeah, that's that daily I, see, city love, bro. That's why I, I, I love this yeah. idea of you having this because you're so pro Philip Philippines and Filipino everything. I met my wife in fucking ceremony, right? Oh, she worked at Forever Twenty One. I was selling phones. All right. What would we do? Sprint? Nah, man. I was no, with AT and T, Pac Bell when it was Pac. I did it for my most of my my adolescent. Um, You know, going out days and yeah, raving yeah, yeah. and shit. So, yeah. So, you saw her at Forever 21 yeah, and she you was, struck she, up a convo? I was like, I tried to, you know, I even did this, you know, free phone. Like, <laughs> and yeah, like I just saw her every day. She was amazing. So, we, we, we ended up getting married. Oh, see, I already got sidetracked. What the fuck That's are you talking awesome. about? No, no. That's yeah. a great oh, so, story yeah, for so, Daily um, City. That's Daily City yeah, Heart Love, man. So, when we got together, um, You know, I, I was like, shit, I gotta do something. I can't be selling phones. You know, so I <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I got yeah. I looked into this school that I loved, um, like that I loved that I that I freaking saw on, on commercials, and uh, I decided to go for it. And um, 
I, I went through about a year and a half program of uh, automotive. And then mm. I was a smog tech for a while because that was a thing to do back then. It was good money. And then I was like, man, I, I want to, you know, I want to be at the top of top of the top. Like, I don't want to just work for Honda. I don't want to work for. So I, I tried to go for Ferrari, you know, like oh. I was trying to go for all the exotic brands. But back then, like there was no tech out here, you know, like in, in the city. So you wouldn't see a Ferrari all the time yeah, running around yeah, like yeah. you do now. I see fucking Ferraris in Daily City, for God's <laughs> sakes. Um, um, so I... Filipinos on a come up. I'm telling you, man. Like it's, buy into I know, the I American know some dream, Filipinos, baby. man. I know some Filipinos that are doing it, and I'm just like, God, what the fuck are you doing? It's got to be a friend. American, man. I know. <laughs> Yeah, He's so, trying to get the white girls. Bro. I know, dude. <laughs> Keeping it right. Um, so yeah, like um, I got into Mercedes, like just by applying. Uh-huh. I was there for about six years. I believe. Oh shoot! Yeah. They sent me to they sent me to school and everything. I, I achieved the highest point. That was a master diagnostic diagnostic tech. Right, I received the top of the top. Being not being like a foreman or a, or a service manager, but yeah, you know, it, it taught me a lot. Uh, about myself like at the time i was eating a lot because you know mechanics are i'm not saying you guys are sloppy i know you guys are fucking lazy though because i was i started turning lazy but i was almost like 205 like really? almost, how much do you weigh now 160 i'm at i'm walking around like 70s now, but oh, i was just eating all the chinese food across the street you know this was in the city in San yeah Fran? like the mercedes yeah the Mer- like so i was able to put my hands on and touch like German engineering, which is garbage, but it's, you know, (laughs) if I had to pick out of all the German manufacturers, Mercedes would probably be shit right there. I used to have one, you know, because they were giving out deals to master techs. They're like, hey man, you're, you're swell. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a Mercedes for 200 something dollars a month. So I was like, fuck that. I'll drive a Mercedes for 200. I think it came, I think it was, it came all the way out to like 300, like after taxes and (laughs) all that stuff, you know? So yeah, man, I was a tech and, um, I wanted to with, with everybody. Like I, like now that I realize like about now that I, now that I know life, it's like, all I want to do now is, is like project myself, like be creative and be myself. Like, yeah. Crea- yeah. like just, just kind of like express myself with creativity like but still in also way. put food on the table exactly you know that's that hard balance yeah that's, it that's is man a lot of people are trying to find yeah so that's that's why i thought cannabis was the one you know like I, I could use my photography but i can you know apply some of the business stuff that i know which was nothing and um so for cannabis you started mighty breed yes so after photography i um i was going broke you know uh-huh. i knew um someone that was hiring I ended up applying and um, they, they were just like, look, you're, you're going to deliver weed. And I'm just like, Hey man, I'm, I'm down. Like I just need to put so here in the city. So this yeah. is 2014 and then they had the yeah. delivery service. Yeah. I noticed that there is more delivery services here oh, man. versus SoCal where SoCal had more storefronts than here was the medical cannabis was yeah. more on delivery. Well with, with SoCal, they actually created the, the delivery model, but now that they passed all these new, I, I don't know what the prop number is over there because it's different over there. But mm-hmm. 
apparently in the main city of LA, they, there are no, you, you can't be a stationed delivery service, service. So you can't like incorporate anywhere. So they tell them to stay on the outskirts, Mission Viejo. Mm. Um, I think there's some in Arroyo Grande. For the delivery service? Yeah, because there was a big, big thing about cannabis where like people were getting robbed or like, I guess fr- from what I think, the state was just wasn't getting their cut of tax, or the city or county wasn't getting their cut of tax. So they're just like, "Fuck you guys!" Like, let's just drive them out. Mm-hmm. They started doing all these zoning and ordinance things, especially in San, San Jose. I feel really bad for those people. Really? Yeah, like they before there wasn't a huge like rule for zoning and ordinance. So like, for example, when when I tried to start a delivery service, I wanted to start it in Daly City, you know, because. Daily City, man. Like, there's, there's, there's nothing over here. Like, as there's far as enough cannabis. Filipinos who like a little yeah. bit of that. Thing. So I was asking my lawyer. I was like, "Hey, let's 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 go Daily City." And and because one of uh, my other colleagues, he was in uh, way back, like maybe another two years back from when I started. So you're talking about like 2012 or something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that, where there wasn't many delivery services yeah. at all. It's like that cusp, that transition. Yeah, the tra- he caught the transition pretty yeah. much, and um, you know, he was able to. But then when I was when I was applying for it, he, I was, just, it just didn't work. Like they were just like, no, not, no, nothing in San Mateo County. So that, you know, that stretches all the way down. So that's, except for Pacifica, I asked Pacifica, no, like they weren't, they weren't, they weren't in on it. So, um, San Francisco, of course, you know, being not the forefront because I believe Oakland is the forefront of cannabis mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they, you know, they're, they're the ones that are, that are really, pro cannabis yeah yeah i mean san francisco is it's just only because it's a huge commodity or it's 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 a cash crop at this point they're just like yeah let's like sure 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 we we're are liberal enough. yeah we're liberal we're, we have you know castro we have every walk of life you you want is in san francisco and that's what i love about it. it's the culture um that's what's great about daily city too is that i mean i went to ceremony the other day like the other week, I was <laughs> I was there to buy my kit because we're going to Hawaii, and well, I was like, I'm "There, there, all the time, yeah. bro." So it's like I was there, and I, I really haven't been there in a while. Yeah, they're they're coming up, man. All they need oh, now man. is a Louis Vuitton, and we're talking no. Valley Fair, man. It's gonna be too expensive. It's gonna be too packed. Though. I know. So the parking's already kind of bad, dude. Man. It's pretty shitty to park there. Yeah, they're building a parking structure though, that's so that's gonna, gonna that's just gonna help, put, but. That's where all the fucking hoodlums are gonna be in. They're gonna <laughs> car do shows. car shows. I know that, that's yeah. what's gonna be cool about it. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna make that kind yeah. of fun, that's right? But the cool. skaters will have a place, though. What oh, is they, you know, you know. Right? You're right, man. They should just put a skate park here, right? <laughs> yeah, they need. They're thinking of doing a hotel, I think, from what I hear, because <laughs> what they want to do is get like that business those out-of-towners who are here in sf for business to just be like hey daily city's right here yeah. there's a bar it's nearby a good alternative. there's you're right by sfo just come here food's great yeah and uh yeah filipinos won't complain about you <laughs> Dude, can you imagine what the landscape of daily city will look like in the next five to ten years just with just with a lot of real estate and a lot of uh, development that's going on, going on just up and down this this freeway Dude, but i'm scared i'm scared that the development were, will push out the culture of daily city being pinoy capital yes. because majority of filipinos here are working class immigrant families are traditionally working class families yes. daily city is 52% immigrants so if you are going to develop it 
and bring outside markets and outside demand into it and then the suppliers at the end yeah. of the day want that cash flow yeah. both rent and also commerce is going to put pressure on the working class families. I agree. And they're not going to be able to keep up. No, nope, be- they're not. And it's already happening. There's a lot of discussions. I just came from a um, meeting at the Filipino Bayanihan Resource Center t- this morning. Um, the Is sat- that the one downtown? No, it's right here on Junipero Serra near uh, Century Theater. It's a small little a community See? center. That's all they got. Yeah, that's all they got. And then San Mateo is doing this kind of small research of what's going on with affordable housing or the lack of affordable mm-hmm. housing. And it's a lot of people are being pushed out and having to go to Richmond. Any and there's no rent control here in yeah, Daly City. <laughs> None. And so the any re- landlords can just, all right, let's raise it. And there's nothing they can do. It's legal. Um, and that's one of my fears. That's, what, that's, that's like one of the things I'm thinking about. Like what is possible to kind of defend Daly City, the Pinoy capital? They wrote a book about Daly City called Pinoy Capital. And Where's this? Like there's no there's one. There's a legit See, book. But I, I hate how people, and, and they should, they should promote this more because I, I feel like that's something... That's something I'd read, you know. I don't really read, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. now that you know I'm a little older, a little bit yeah. wiser, it's like I kind of I kind of dig that shit, yeah, you know? dude. It's great to just know like the history. A yeah. lot of the reasons why we're here is because of Seton Medical Center. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that. A lot of nurses and everything. There's oh, dude, mad history. But the thing is, a we don't talk about it. Yeah, because may, it's also something in our culture where we don't even talk about our own the good stories, the struggles of our past. Yeah. Like knowing that my Lola, the struggles for immigration, yeah, right? And then you continue you compare it to other cultures where they know you know the family tree of our lineage. Yeah. It goes back to the founding fathers. It's green. It's, it's like. It's, we need more stories of our past so we know why we're here, right? And then make it interesting for the youngins, because you can't also force the youngins to learn this, learn about the Pinoy capital, because it's not going to be interesting to them. Yeah, because right? we're more into the Migos and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Coachella. It's understandable, it's yeah. understandable, but there needs to be somewhat of a generational bridge, yeah. too, to make that interesting enough and con- connect everything socially, culturally, like... Maybe there's a Migos type Filipino dude who makes or music a group, or, or a group a that connects it. That sound that makes beats or mm-hmm. you know? And then connects it with the real issues of like, yo, let's defend the spot. Let's defend the whole reason Seafood City is there is because <laughs> of all the Filipinos here. What if all the Filipinos move away? What will you do, Seafood City? <laughs> right? And you know, that's you know what's crazy is I delivered to a bunch of people in in this area. And don't they blow up their spot. Don't blow. Up. <laughs> but I predominantly they were they were white. Uh-huh. Like I've never seen so many white people in in, in, uh, in Daly City. Yo, that's what my friend just said. It's crazy. Who grew up here in Daly City? I love white people, but I'm just <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. It's not it's not it's that not we're talking bad guys. about them, right? It's just saying of, by observation yeah. the quantity has yeah. increased. I have a friend who grew up here mm-hmm. just down the street, and he was like. The most I've ever seen in Westboro, just like the numbers, and it's it's not strictly a racial thing. No. It's just that economic lines are related. 
to demographics. Yes. That certain demographics are predominantly working class, while certain demographics are predominantly upper middle class. Yes. And then those change because of the class structures and who can afford to move here that changes the demographics it's crazy because uncle uncle joe over there working for the post office for like 30 years used to have a house here remember during the i mean how long have you been here in, in oh, 2013 yeah so if it's there was a point where you know there was a big subprime loan like you know when the real estate mm -hmm. thing fell a lot of the philippines lost their houses here so That's when the whole rent thing came in because if you buy a state property in San Francisco, you know you have to deal with people that have rent control and whatnot. And over here, it's, it's just repaying yeah. like what we were yeah, saying. No they, can, they can hike your rent up. Like, dude, I, I've heard three thousand dollar payouts out here. It's crazy. And what's messed up is these people that you're hiking the rent on. They're part of the community and they have lives. Yeah. And I, my very first semester back at college, there was this lady who was um, like a returning college student. She was like 27 or 30, so somewhere around that age. In the middle of the semester, she got evicted because the landlord raised the rent by a thousand dollars, and she had kids, and she was like, like she had finals presentation, and she was just in our group telling us, "Sorry, y'all, I couldn't come yeah. today because I was trying to look important. at yeah. a new, a new, um, um, new place to move my family." into and I was just but but I'm here I'm here like that but dude we were like yo tackle that it's yeah. cool it's cool it's a milestone right and there's no control it's all it's crazy to think about just economics and technically it's legal yeah. right there's nothing illegal about them doing it yeah. right but how is how are laws really just if it does not benefit the majority Right, or it only benefits people in power. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the word right there. It's all about power, man. It is. The power to raise rent, the power to control the housing out here. It's fucked up, man. Hopefully it changes. At least the important part is there are organizations that are talking about it. It's just like this really slow process. process and It's not important, it, that's why. Is it? People don't think it's important, that's why. If, if, if it was like a gentrification thing, they'd be on it all day, but it's kind of like a slow gentrification. It's a slow, it's a slow one. Like imagine Daly City all of a sudden having high rises, you know? It's, that would be fucking scary. It's starting. It's, it's starting. Just look at Ceremony. Yeah. Just see, just watch Ceremony, how so the demos Dude. Dave and Buster's is I, but y'all messing up the parking, yo. <laughs> I, have to, I have to go five rows down just to park. I'm trying to go to Daiso, bro. <laughs> y'all messing up the parking. It's Dude, crazy. Daiso's. <laughs> Daiso's sick. Daiso's sick. Dude, you get, like, where else can you get, like, a, a, a hunter pack of chopsticks? <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Cool slippers. I got this from Daiso, bro. Straight up. I got a lot here in this house from Daiso. Half sponsored by Daiso, half by Target, baby. Damn. And pretty much the majority though by Amazon.com. <laughs> Can you believe you need two Targets in Daily City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not even oh, that man. far from each other. They're just oh, down this. They're literally, I'll say, 
four blocks away. Both of them are cracking. The park, you can't, the one at Metro Center, you can't even, not Metro, the one next to Metro Center, you can't even park near the target. <laughs> Luckily, I have an electric car. They have that little yeah, thing yeah, over yeah. there. Their car is chill. Thing. I'd be, I'd be acting like I'm a baller and shit. <laughs> Putting my thing, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> Do you have to pay? Some of those are free, right? But that one is free, but uh, there's other ones where you have to be pre-registered. Uh-huh. And they'll send you a little key fob, so then you just go beep, and then it starts. Because uh-huh. I was just standing there, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Where do I put my credit card, you know? Where is this? Where is it? What? Uh, Stonestown, they have a, I, I forget what they're called. But, uh, oh, the one right by Trader Joe's? Yes. Oh, and then you can just put it and then you scan your card? Yes. And then it just starts charging like that? There's, yeah. Do you have to pay for that? Yeah, dude. Oh. But it's cheaper than gas. But they're, they're rapid chargers, so they they, um, they they charge fairly quick. Is yours 100%? 100%. Electric? Oh. Let me tell you, man. Like, we, we leased that about two years ago. and Our, our lease is up in, in February, but... There's a thing called, um, is it, I don't, I'm probably going to butcher the word, I think, I'll call it like electricity, um, anxiety, or like power anxiety, because, <laughs> you know, when I, when, like we, I used to use that, that car mainly for delivering, right, and then yeah. say I'll get hit, like say down here, and then all of a sudden I have to go back up to the sunset, or something like that, you got to be conscious about how much electricity mm, you have in that, yeah, yeah. I brought it, I brought that shit down to like zero one time, I was like, fuck, I'm going to be stranded here, you know? Have you, you know, ever gotten stranded? No, okay. I've never. And <laughs> I think after this electric vehicle, because only because the mileage sucks on it. Like I'm getting like it's such a small car. It's a smart um, four two electric. If you, if you guys can imagine, it's like those tiny ones. It's like the size yeah. of this table, bro. <laughs> and, and I saw the figure. Like it's actually six foot two long, six six feet. Oh shoot! So. Like if, if I were to lie down, I'm about five eleven. It's only a few inches longer than I am, so oh, like I can shoot. fit into a lot of these spaces, right? I think that's the only thing I'll miss about that car, though. The parking wise. Yeah, because yeah. it's such a good tool. Like every time me and my wife are like, we're gonna go downtown. Let's take this <laughs> and you know, like honestly, driving a smart, you'll get a lot of dirty looks. Like I got Why? dirty looks. So I was I was just driving. I live in San Francisco. I mean, like I'm in the Excelsior. So, Shout out at Excelsior, one of the last babies. dope neighborhoods the babies. SF. Not the babies, dude. Babies eatery? I, I, I hope they stay because they, they, they're they just such loving people and they'll they'll even barter with you like, yeah, let me get like two tilapias or something like that. They'll cut the price for you, you know what I mean? Like, dude, they have the best dinuguan in the whole had. state of California, oh, in my see? opinion. He's saying in my right opinion. now. And my Lola Chibot. loves it. What's up? Uh, oh, sorry, Chibot, but <laughs> yo, because they use more tripe. Other folks are using like full on the meat, oh, yeah. the like it's okay. cheaper. Yeah. That's why. But babies uses more of the innards and everything. Oh, yeah, bro, they get it right, yeah. dude. And then sometimes they give me hella cheap too when they're closing to their like. Oh, yeah, here, here, yeah. have this, have and, this. And as you grow like a, a relationship with them, if they see you more than one time per week, dude, that's they start like. Like acknowledging it, right? They're like, oh, oh, like they'll, they'll say like, um, I don't know what they call my wife because my wife looks a little half, you know. Yeah. 
they called her something. I don't know. It wasn't like derogatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, but shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, another. What other Filipino like restaurants do you like? Uh, top one is in the area Ongpin. Yeah. Ongpin is where it's at. They have one of the best kare kare. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Yeah, yes. You guys yes. are the ones. Yes. One time though, there was this one. I don't know if they had like cook issues or something. There was one month where we got it. <laughs> I got, what the fuck is this? Even my mama was like, yo, what is it's this? Too thick, man. No, it was too watery. Oh. Yeah, we were like, and it's a different color. I was like, did y'all get the wrong peanut butter or something? Uh, you probably just and, got the wrong cook. Yeah, no, but every other time, after that month, every other time, it's on point. Like, like not top notch. Like, and, and you call, they got it for you in 20 minutes. Like, they're streamlined, dude. And then they have Kamayan. I've taken a whole, whole, oh, whole bunch it. of people nice. there. Have you and ordered a pig from them yet? No. Okay. Oh, yes, 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 we have. That's, one of our Christmases. That's when you've done everything. When you, <laughs> yes, when yes, you yes, pig yes. Ongfin, Ongfin is that's where the it's at. They're, they're, they're like nice. They see, they're kind of nice mean. Like, yeah. they're just like, what's your order? <laughs> if, if, like... I think if you're a Bustos kid, like they know. Like if you just walk in there and you just act like me mugging and shit, they're gonna be like, fuck this guy. Yeah. But if you're going in there, you're nice, you're, you're patient because you know sometimes it could be crazy when yeah, you're yeah, paying yeah. for the food. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's only a few fucking waiters there. Yeah. It's like, you just gotta be patient. You know, they'll give you the extra bug along or something like that. But you know what's interesting? When I think about it, I can see how a lot of Filipino restaurants can get lower Yelp scores yeah. if you're not legit Filipino cultured out and know like the practices, the mannerisms, yeah. the culture of Filipinos like because there are different ones. Yeah. Some are more like not not really like as catering as Chibog. Let me say right. Chibog is really great in terms of its ability to be marketable to not just Filipinos and not just traditional Filipinos, but younger Filipinos and any Filipino who has like white friends or any other culture friends. If you want to introduce them to Filipino food and give them a nice representation, Chibog is a great place yeah. to bring them, yeah. right? Service-wise and presentation-wise, right? If you go to babies, you know, some people are like, huh? Oh, like, this food's nasty. Yeah. yeah. Right. The moon goes good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're getting the wrong shit. Yeah, that's the best. Like if you're looking for if you're looking for a fucking seasick or something like go to fucking your seasick place. But if you're going out to babies, you're going there for some hardcore home cooking, man. The Mongol. Hey, but Chiboto, I would say, has really good seasick. Oh, really? Their seasick is different. They make it crunchier. Yeah. Um, they like using the face. The what? Because you know, it's real seasick is. Yeah, use it the face. Yeah, yeah. Do they use it? Yeah, do they? Oh. Or, or they're doing a, like a lechon. Lechon style. Yeah, it's like very crispy. It's, it's dope. It's good. Like a pork one. Yeah, that's the real shit. Yeah, I think we have to cut this uh, interview right now. <laughs> we have to go. Oh, shit. How long will we fucking. Wait, I need to. I think it cut by accident. At least I have the video. Right. Yes, audio will be mixed in, but like all these Filipino restaurants, I've been so grateful just living here yeah, and then realizing mm. how many there are. There's like so many that I'm just so happy because in LA, I used to have to drive like 40 minutes just to go to the nearest really? one. A yeah. good one? Or just... Good, just one. Fuck. Just Yeah, because I was in the heart 
of San Gabriel Valley, mm. Rosemead, 626 area. A lot of Chinese restaurants. So of, it was still good. Like a lot of pho, mm-hmm. a lot of good Chinese spots where um, I went back recently. I was like, this is dope. Because when I sat down, we didn't even order. They just gave us a bowl of rice already. <laughs> I was like, so you can start eating. Yeah, y'all are ready. <laughs> and we just order. And it's pretty cheap too. Like four or five bucks for a big plate of the ulam, like the shrimp and walnut. And it's good. But then I had to drive out like a, almost an hour sometimes because they're fuck. only in West Covina or Eagle Rock and they're all spread out. That's the thing with LA. All these little Filipino hubs are super spread out. You'll have only wow. one Filipino spot where it's kind of semi, I wouldn't say janky, but it's like rudimentary because they're the, they can only afford this this storefront, right? It's not like, because their market isn't as big. Yeah. And so coming here, I was just trying to count like how many there are. Yeah. with From this spot where we're at, within 10 minutes, you can have 15 to 20 different Filipino spots toppings Toppings, Ling Nang, like they're, they all right fucking, they're all right next to each other. They're all right next to each They know each other. Yeah, yeah. And they both survive. Yeah. And they both get full. Like, mm-hmm. it's so cool to see that. And when we're talking about four to five years from now, I'm just hoping we don't lose that. Yeah. Especially with raising rent or cost of living. I really feel, shout out to any person who's more economically minded, we really need to, some form of coalition and really backbone for a filipino town in a sense because it's really beautiful for me to go down to la in rosemead where i lived valley boulevard if you just drive down for a good 15 20 30 minutes it's all asian businesses that there are some that don't even have english signs but they're all thriving like nice newly built strip malls oh nice and it's and new developments and everything but it's all asian owned businesses yeah. and it's this like circulating the money within the community and because they're, they're all going to each other's massage yeah, spots yeah, yeah. their restaurants cafes Nails and all this shit yeah dude and hopefully <clears throat> i see that i really want to see that and see that development because we don't have a filipino yeah. town no. nowhere we have so many chinatowns in the u.s and it's dope to see know, their right? developments like those those ethnic enclaves but we don't have something of filipinos yeah the clo- this daily city is Filipino town. Filipino town, but yeah. there's no obvious sign. No yeah. one would know, right? There should just be a fat fucking flag somewhere. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Saramani just should have the tallest building here in, in Daly City and just put a fucking flag, dude. <laughs> we should just fly it from Seton and Saramani yeah. just so you see it from the freeway, too. Dude, and then have like a, like on the side of the building. It's like, because I remember when I was in Philippines, man, Manny Pacquiao was fucking. You know he's a god out there, right? Yeah. And during the time when I went, when he it was like at his peak of his career, I think, and they had I was just on the freeway because we were heading out to like a dinner, and that motherfucker had a whole side of a building of mm. him punching something, but he was promoting a painkiller. You know what I mean? And I was just like, dude, that's what we need. We need a fucking big poster of Manny Pacquiao somewhere. (laughs) Promoting painkillers. Probably not painkillers, just have a I mean, if you think about it. Like, you never know who's really Filipino anymore because there's so many, like, crossbreeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I hear there's a half Filipino dude on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half Filipino, half black. Yeah. Okay, what are you? Are you full? I'm full, man. Like, I... 
like I said, I was born and raised here. My parents, my mom is from, uh, she's a Olcano, so she's from uh, La Union. It's really, like, I've, I've been there, and it's yeah. a shithole. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's a beautiful, Philippines is, is beautiful, but um, between that, like seven, hour, seven, eight hours out, you know, you start in the provinces, and it was culture shock for me, man. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I, I went to um, one of my, my really, my, my cousin that's here, uh, uh, from the Philippines, like I went to his hometown, it's Parnaque, and it's near Manila. Dude, the fucking from building to building, it's like literally like twelve feet of like that's that's just how much space they have in between each other. Um, I went to my uncle's house over there, and there was kids in the dump landfill living in there, and like it's Philippines back then. I don't know how it is now, but just like the third world poverty stricken part of Philippines. It's crazy, and and I'm glad I was I was able to see that stuff because, you know, like they need some fucking help. Like I was mm-hmm. in Brockai, one of the places where it was like a paradise. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is fucking beautiful. I I cross the street, maybe away from the away from the beach. There's people dumping oil in the in the local water main and sewage, and there's people living and digging through that shit. There's a beautiful area, and then they're right. It's just like the ghettos here in the, in America. You can be in the most beautiful spot, a couple of feet away. You can be in the most shitty spot. So I was in I was in La Union, and it wasn't shitty. It's just one of those developments where they use like manure as like concrete. So my grandma was like, "Hey, check out my new house, man! Like it's it got walls this time. It's not like straw, you know. It's oh, not yeah, like yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Oh, this is this is tight, you know." Like I went there, and I was a skate. I was skating back then. I broke my skateboard over there. Oh, you brought your skateboard sp- to And that was a big mistake because all these fucking kids were following me. They were like chasing me. I was going down the hill, you yeah, know, yeah. like, and I was just like. How old were you? Oh, man. I think it was 2001. So I'd say I was like 20, 21 oh, years shoot. old. So I was able to drink. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd go down because I'd, I'd spend a week in the province and then we'd spend a week in the city and go back and forth. And, um, the, the the amount of like love that people give when they when they know that you're their relative and you're from you know United States or you've been to the United States, um, it's it's crazy because I'll be trying to sleep and then they'll just be you know huddling around like just chilling waiting me f- for me to sleep and I'm just like damn this this is crazy and they didn't ask for anything from me because I'm a taller guy you know like the, the only thing I gave away was maybe like a tank top that my cousin mm. liked but. I'm sure they were eyeing my J's. I, I, I think I brought some. <laughs> I didn't know better, you know. But my feet are too big, so they're not going to ask for it. So it's. Um, and these were your cousins, right? Yeah, these are my cousins. Like they're they're a lot smaller. Like especially in the in the more poverty stricken places, yeah. like they're skinnier. Yeah. You know they're 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 a little bit smaller. It's crazy just to yeah. think of the differences yeah. that we kind of live through just because we grew up here or are living here, Yeah. right? Even if we connect with being Filipino and there are aspects of Filipino culture in us and in our oh, lives, yeah. right? We love it. We talk about it all. Then the comparison though, in terms of lived experiences, when you see people in the Philippines right now, it's kind of like, whoa, it's almost like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah, yeah. Right? Because you know on some level you want to help, but you don't really know how and yeah. you're being pulled, Or you can't. Or, or you can't because you're struggling yeah, here yeah. too, right? Trying to pay your rent, right? But then people are there struggling on a different level because I was just watching the news, mm-hmm. uh, TV Patrol, Filipino <laughs> news Dude, that yesterday. Thing is still, that thing is still going on. Hell yeah. And 
my um, love th- they were just showing where they had a secret prison inside the back of these police stations behind a in the bookshelf. Yeah, there was this one one police station in to- Tondo where it's like the ghetto, right? Tondo is really poverty stricken and then behind a bookcase they opened the they literally a secret one they moved the bookcase to the side it's an entrance oh, to the secret prison where it's not even more than three feet wide they only have one um ceiling fan and there's like a whole bunch of prisoners there God and damn. they the lady was saying that's where they shit and shower and then they looked on the records. Those people who were found there weren't even documented. officially yeah, documented and arrested. Like into the blotter. And I'm just sitting there like upstairs in my nice ass couch. Just yeah. thinking like, what the fuck? Damn. I have a nice ass garage studio here. Just yeah. like comparing these things yeah. and trying to just make sense of it all. Like it's it's a mishmash. We're in such a unique um like experience as filipino americans where we're still drawn to our culture connected but separated at the same time even geographically yeah right and culturally on some levels but and economically definitely like just being filipino americans is like a privilege yeah and totally just being yeah like you said just being here (laughs) having roads bro yeah right Dude, or playing or playing basketball with shoes on. <laughs> yeah, I seen some kids yeah, playing yeah. fucking basketball with their bare feet. I need to learn how to play basketball though. That's oh, because fuck. they love that sport yeah, in the Philippines. It. I need to get good enough so I can just do pickup games in the province there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's their sport and it's beautiful. It's dope. I like seeing the camaraderie. The like even just desire to play it. Yeah, they have, dude. They make their own out of like do. a wood backboard. And then a milk crate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's what they do. It's it's cool. John um, from FTCC, he comes in once in a oh, while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 2 l Shout yeah, out yeah. to Never to Lose, um, I think. NL2, Never Lose Foundation, um, where he does... Um, oh, that's just... Uh, calendar reminder podcast session with sean <laughs> um uh where he does scholarships dude yeah he was telling me about that and that's amazing yeah. stuff and for see, basketball i would have never known about that unless i asked yeah you know like I, yeah. I just asked what he was into and um when he told me that he goes back and forth from the philippines like that I, I that that automatically drew me to him to ask more questions you know because i was like what the fuck are you doing going back and forth you know like I mean, for someone that goes back and forth that much, you got to be yeah. do, doing something. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he, in a sense, he's almost a hero, you know. Yes, and he is, nobody, dude. nobody acknowledges that. And the thing is, almost real heroes don't try to get the acknowledgement. I agree. Right? Uh, I know this other dude. Like, also, what's crazy is he's born here. No, wait, was he born here? Uh, he grew up here, at least. I know for sure he yeah. grew up here. But, he, he, but he, he has an established life here. He has, yes, yeah. there. He has an established life here. Yeah. And just going back to, he coached high school here mm-hmm. and everything. He just starts one day just to go back. Good jujitsu guy. guy. He just decides to go back there, bring some basketballs, and starts playing with the kids. And now he's moved there. He moved his whole family there just to continue this foundation of sending kids to college. And he can come back anytime he wants. Yeah. 
And he just decides, no, this is uh, this is yeah. what I got. I'm sure do. he comes back every year because I'm sure he has to handle taxes. Yeah, for family that's... and everything yeah. too. And I know <clears throat> another person who did that, who was from here, grew up in San Diego, Filipino American to the roots, right? Like. And, only connected it through community centers and everything, then he just moved to the Philippines. Now he's living there as a community organizer. That's amazing, man. It's crazy how much of a pull the Philippines has to a lot of Filipino-Americans. I know, but mm-hmm. like I said, we're not getting the fucking recognition, dog. Like, I know Eric Spoelstra, you know, he won an NBA title. Remember mm. the, the the coach for the Miami Heat? That was huge for Filipinos. What? He's Filipino? Yeah, full-blown, dude. Oh, I don't know. He was there, I think, when LeBron was there. And I think that's who they won the title with. Mm. Um, I mean, that's the only fucking guy. Billy Crawford. Billy Crawford. We can go. I know I've tried to put a bunch of lists together. Like, we like have successful, the, the lady yeah. from... Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, Nicole. Because the thing is, we also have this behavior to latch on to people because of their genetic lineage of being yes. Filipino. Dave Bautista. Totally. Right? Yeah. Or Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. he's part Filipino. But, I mean, it's good in that sense. But there's no next step of development of a larger filipino community i've seen it only in academic spheres there's Mm -hmm. a lot of academic filipino groups and all that yeah like state has a really good state has a great program and what was it called again they have pace filipino academic collegiate my my, my wife actually uh did did oh yeah yeah she because then uh, you'll be surprised there's a lot of people even non-Filipinos have done it mm, they, they mm. go in there because it's such a good and it's strong it is it's a strong community it, it, I just went to their faded, yeah. uh, Filipino cultural night mm-hmm. and they roll deep bro yeah. there's like 40 plus I don't even know just them performing Dude, Filipino dances it's a and great network. I think it's a too. part of that process of developing the larger Filipino community mm-hmm. right but there's I, I don't really have my finger on it but in terms of mainstream media representation, it's only just, oh, he's part Filipino. Yay. <laughs> There's no Filipino oh, he's culture Filipino? representation. Yeah. You feel me? On some level, there's some cool, uh, if we compare ourselves to other um, groups, right? White representation, of course, this majority yeah, of media. The there's black representation. All over the place. Um, and that's like hip, you can argue there's good even, and bad. There's, there's even Korean. There's stereotype. There's <laughs> Korean, right? And Chinese, on, and yeah. all of them have their good and bad representations, yeah. right? Filipino has is somewhat there you can reach out but there's nothing really sharing our culture right there's that one guy from who actually came from westmore high school who's on my crazy ex-girlfriend um Mm. yeah it's a a series and he's like the the heartthrob of the show actually the main character is a white girl really yeah and she likes him um is this her does he advertise he's filipino and there's actually interest there's like Filipino mini culture stuff in the show which oh, is interesting cool, cool. Yeah, yeah they yeah. had a Filipino Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> like that and there was Dinuguan in it I think and like she tried to cook Dinuguan <laughs> so it's cool there's like yeah there's some representation so yeah do you, do you, remember, do you remember when uh, Bourdain went to uh, Philippines yeah but I didn't watch the whole episode that's a good one yeah. but then he you know like Bourdain's he's so baller yeah so he gets to do all baller shit but the cool thing is he went to Jollibee I think he went to Jollibee or something like yeah, that he went to I fucking he was like, love Jollibee yeah, he was like yeah hollow hollow yeah. yeah dude I, I love when people do that type of stuff too you know yeah. like when 
like bullet has gotten so popular nowadays ever yeah. since like fear factor and yeah, all these yeah, other yeah. <laughs> do you eat it yeah i yeah, like it too. but it's but i've noticed that there's a different flavor with the bullet you can get here versus in the philippines i haven't had one in the philippines it's so good and it's really great pollutant the food that you eat while drinking yeah of course right you gotta it's, you gotta clarify that yeah yeah it's so dope that we have a word specifically yeah. pollu- pollutant is specifically food you eat while drinking. So if you don't have bullet, what do you what do you what do you eat when you're drinking? Ah, uh, like I like the calamares or yeah. fried stuff. Fried stuff. Yeah, fried stuff. I like seasick. Seasick. Oh, yeah, I'll just yeah. get a full meal sometimes. Yeah. I just like that. But like pika pika, right? Yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. like hand food that they have just to get our germs to, just to add yeah. to that flavor. Yeah, yeah. But the balut as as a uh, pollutant, bro, after a drink, I can down like four. Really? Yeah. Because there are times when I remember just drinking there on the side, like near some Starbucks in mm-hmm. Manila, whatever. And then we're just Starbucks drinking. In Manila. Yeah. And we hear balut. We're like, ah, let's go. Let's and go. And then I can just down it, man. Crack, sip the juice, add the vinegar, and then vinegar. Yeah, you it's add good vinegar with the now? vinegar. You add this. There's this mix. They have a bottle. It's like a chili vinegar uh, yeah, mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all. It has all the little. Do you have? Did do you ever have people bring that stuff back from the Philippines? No, right? no. Dude, my my aunt be bringing that shit back. Yeah. Dog. like all the smoked fish and stuff. Yeah, dude, dude that stuff is. <laughs> they have now though at Stores, Seafood yeah. City. They do. Yeah, they have. So a they're doing bunch. import export on that shit. Yeah, they've done. A, How come like, I haven't been to Seafood City? City, dog <laughs> you, you're close by you're right here do you know it's right here on westboro i, I know it was where the old um because there used to be uh, yeah the old goldilocks yeah yeah so they just flipped that whole area and turned it into a seafood city they turned it into filipino land bro <clears throat> it's seafood city jollibee red ribbon red ribbon chow king chow they king, opened the bro. chow king there what's good at chow king it's not that good fuck that it's i i tried it just for posterity just to like oh it's chow just to be, king just so you do it. yeah but it was I'd, I'd rather go Jollibee Jollibee your money goes well with just the chicken joy what's up with the Kenny Rogers roasters <laughs> you brought it back yeah, yeah. I hey. remember being at the mall and, and then my uncle was like hey man you gotta try this place <laughs> Kenny Rogers roast I was like dude this is just like a BJ's or something like that or like a roast chicken thing but it was it was I it was pretty good they're solid yeah. with their like I'd rather go to Costco. <laughs> get the, oh, get the rotisserie. Rotisserie. Because it's basically rotisserie chicken. Yeah. That was the highlight of Kenny Rogers Roasters, mm-hmm. if I remember right. It was just like real good grilled type of way and all Do that. Do they have any Filipino food trucks? Yes. Uh, seasick. Oh, uh, oh, Senior Seasick. Yeah, yeah. Besides that, because they, the they, kinda, they were the first ones to kind of yeah, do it. Um, but I'm surprised there hasn't been any other people that are following suit because... Senior Seasick was, it, it's so innovative that they're doing, you know, talk. I mean, it's, it's tacos, fusion, fusion tacos, Seasick yeah, yeah. tacos. Dude, the line burritos. for them at, um, what's it, off the grid, every time yeah, I go huge. is long. Yeah. They have to bring out those like airport line. Oh, like, the, the dividers? The dividers, yeah, 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 yeah Because people get fucking rowdy as <laughs> shit. There needs to be more of that stuff too, There's man. There's Jeep Silog. Uh, Jeep Silog? Yeah, J-E-E-P Silog, S-I-L-O-G. So they, they serve Silogs? I think so, yeah. If I remember, I've seen them once in a while. And Jeep then, C-Log. dang, I forget, I forget the name, but there's actually a vegan Filipino food truck. They came the to Skyline once. How the do you once. do that? I don't know, but it was actually pretty good. I what gotta you, say, I had, I had the Caldereta. 
and no. they got the because it's tofu chicken. Oh, okay. And since the majority, what about the sauce? It's tomato sauce. It's right? tomato sauce. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. So majority of the flavor actually is in the sauce. So they can get it right. They got it right. It tasted good. I was at first like looking at them weird. I was like, <laughs> y'all no, you ain't gonna get gonna it correct. It. I was like, yeah, it ain't gonna work. And then I had a free sample of I think they're lying and oh, or Mongol. And then I was like. What the fuck? This it's, tastes it's good. Legit. No, it's legit. Yeah, because technically you can do mongo with no yeah, meat. Yeah, like, I've and it, it tastes good. And I was like, all right, let me try that caldereta. And they got it right. The fli- and it's vegan. And it was just a little more that, expensive. Oh, man. But people are working. And it'll be cool to see. Maybe we just need better, like, um, distribution of information yeah right like you you don't know you were just asking yeah, like man. how like else a, can we find out like what's a hub that we can actually find that and support other filipino-owned businesses that's what i'm interested in do you seeing. think that something filipino has to just hit the mainstream somehow like is it is it like for example a food truck is it is it a certain person that has like has to blow up or is it what is it going to take for Filipinos to get their recognition? Because healthcare is a huge, a huge thing in Philippines, which is yeah, amazing yeah. because it's created so many jobs and, you know, they're the best at it. Like, what is it? I think, I don't know, actually, but uh, I have a feeling it has to tie both cultural and economic where we prop up. We have to be better at supporting each other economically and culturally yeah. socially right so you're saying we need a filipino elon musk yes yes we need a filipino That's elon we musk need. um we need we need someone who really understands um how to touch base with the multiple generations that there are the youngins right mm-hmm. who are into the yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. also the older generation who do who do not like weed or cussing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and Tie that together so there's intergenerational relationships also tying together economics where we support Filipino-owned businesses, whether it's restaurants or we delivery services, Mm -hmm. creatives, the musicians, the photographers put food on the table, and academics, right? Mm -hmm. Encourage kids to go to college, but also not just be a nurse, but take some of these ethnic studies classes that talk about your Filipino-American history. It has to be like a comprehensive tie and but also like I I don't know if I don't think it's only within Filipinos because it happens in other cultural groups, but it has to lessen this Filipino competitiveness with other Filipinos. Yes. It's like it's almost like having two pit bulls in the same room. Yeah, yeah. And you you don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen. Because it's it's in the larger Filipino culture of tribalism because oh I'm Ilocano you're Visayan oh you're from Dude, Mindanao oh my it's God. that yeah but, but at the same same thing is is like oh you're with that dance group oh I'm with this one oh it's so like oh, who, who did you date who'd you train oh, under yeah who'd you train <laughs> under oh what frat are you in bro oh yeah I don't join frat oh, no. all this all these mini divisions at the end of the day dog we're both brown motherfuckers in the U S yeah. where they want to kick us out right <laughs> but exactly but you've man. all got these mini divisions oh he likes hip-hop he's he's like trying to be black oh i'm the academic or like oh that he's too into school that yeah. ethnic studies shit, right like 
these little divisions have to be kind of I, I, I can't say that we'll forever get rid of it right because no. every other fucking Chinese has it between Mandarin and Cantonese yeah. right but at the end of the day what are the material results right how did these little Chinatowns come together how did they build up all these strip malls that I see in San Gabriel Valley mm-hmm. right how can black communities have BET how do they have Tyler Perry how mm-hmm. do they have people who own their businesses come up right yeah. and also push their own academics right and I think there has to be something and I think it's getting there but it's it's almost as if these different groups of Filipino Americans are progressing individually. Yeah, academics not as are a group, pro- right? Not as a collective yeah. group, right? That's part of the disconnect, right there. Though, yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, uh, and I, th- <clears throat> I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I think that things are happening, progressing. I hope so, um, man. Because we just we just need more Filipinos out there. Yeah, like, and we we need more Filipinos that are proud to say they are Filipino. And but I think it's going to come in our generation because I understand the previous generation. So many of our parents and that generation, right, did not even teach their kids Tagalog yeah. because they didn't want them having an accent. They That's, didn't want them. I've yeah. had friends, right, straight really? up say, yeah. So many friends have said, yeah, my parents didn't teach me because they didn't want me having an That's, accent. That's terrible. The last homie here, Herschel, like said that his elementary school teacher um, told his parents, hey, yeah, don't, don't teach him another language because maybe he's not hanging out with the other kids because of his accent. Oh, no. Like that. And That's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. And now so many kids our age, right, they don't, are they saying, don't, they're like, they fuck, I wish I knew Tagalog. Right? Hey, I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's going to, I think, um, with us talking about it, right, it can change, um, but it's not an overnight thing. But as long as we keep it in the forefront of our mind and not get caught up too much in Filipino, 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 yeah. right? But like Loki, all right, Filipino, because yeah, right? in, in in the end, you're you're representing you, you know, and yes, you yes. are a Filipino, so yes. you got to wear it. I like you gotta this. Own it. Um, the this phrase i was listening shout out to the joe rogan podcast he got this one i love that podcast i love it uh he brainwashed me Um, (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) but he had this one guest i forgot his name but he's like this altruistic uh atheist or whatever some Mm -hmm. giver but he had a um he's planning on giving majority of his uh life earnings away to charitable donations i I listened to that one yeah i forgot his name um but his one phrase was gain to give and i really believe that i really i would love to be able to set up my life where me and my loved ones are secure Mm -hmm. that i can also be prosperous and gain a lot in order to give two specific subsets that i believe need empowerment dude that's that's what we need man yeah yeah that's all i mean that's in a sense that's in a sense the elon musk that we're talking about question question Mm -hmm. just just to bring it back to you a little bit yeah what do you consider yourself as? Like, what's your ethnic identifier? I'm, I'm, I'm Filipino straight up. I, I remember seeing those those checkpoints on on applications and stuff. Like, what is? The, I don't. I think that's illegal almost nowadays. But what, what ethnicity <laughs> are you? You know, like, and one says like Hispanic, white, black, or Pacific Islander. Like, how come there's no like 
I think now I'm starting to see Filipino. more Filipino yeah, because more, I yeah. think we wanted to be separated from Asian Pacific yep, yep, Islander yep, yep. because that's just such a broad fucking Yeah, super title. broad. Because like, I think the argument, the reason why that happened was that just under Asian. It, it, it also fit Indian people as well. Yeah. And it did not really address for social services mm-hmm. in terms of their studies. It did not address that there are definite economic differences between um, the Northern Asia, like Chinese, Japanese, um, Koreans, mm-hmm. highly, more highly Thais. educated versus the Southeast yeah. Asians, Thais, yeah. uh, Laos, Cambodian, Filipinos. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the stats, they have lower educational achievement. I, I and never income. knew that. You're probably right, though, because China being such a big powerhouse like that, yep. it's just it's just that alone. They have a lot more outside money being able to come in yes. too. While a lot of these Southeast Asian countries like Cambodians or Laos, they came here as, or Vietnamese, they came as refugees, yeah. right? And that's a different subset of the Asian population. So I think that's yeah. why it flipped. Yeah, so I, I say Filipino-American though, man. Just because I am American. I mean, I, I, it sucks. I don't know Tagalog and it, and it really does suck because... I can't even speak to like I can't get the conversation when like my friends are talking something because my <laughs> friends they they're they're pretty fluent and um, my wife she understands it at least yeah you know you're like translate for me <laughs> yeah like when her mom's telling a joke I I just kind of have to ask her and I'm like hey, what'd she say I'm like I'm already kind of I'm just kind of late you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah like Filipino. Filipino man (laughs) you're like you're like a a semi weird like you're not like a white boyfriend but you're like a semi I'm I'm just like the the awkward uh, (laughs) yeah like middle 75% awkward Filipino dude like because it's funny he doesn't look Filipino but he eats the food where it's (laughs) he's talking about Kilowin right (laughs) he knows it because that happens my sister's boyfriend now fiance Uh is white and then sometimes when I joke when we're talking and stuff I feel bad like when I tell something funny we're laughing so I just have to be on the slide on the side translating (laughs) oh by the way because I don't want him feeling that (laughs) we're laughing at him or anything or you just see his face everyone's laughing he's just like (laughs) yeah so so I make it a point Sometimes to translate, I was like, "Dude, dude, that's you're a good dude for doing that." (laughs) Because I feel sad. I'm like, "Oh, I gotta get him," and just slowly, hopefully, have him learn. I feel like that guy all the time. (laughs) I swear to God. So I feel him, dude. I really do. (laughs) But you're culturally Filipino in a sense. I am because. I mean, when I was, I mean, I ate all the food that that doesn't make me Filipino, but (laughs) just you know the way I was raised as well, you know. I, apparently, I, I understood the language when I was younger, when you were but, younger, but yeah. my mom says it just kind of fell off. Did you ask your mom why you, they didn't teach you Tagalog? Uh, or why they didn't you know continue what? using if, it? I've never asked that, but if I had to, if I had to guess, it was just the fact that, you know, like when, when, you're, when you're born in, I think they were born in like 53 or something like that. Oh, shoot, they came yeah. here when they were in in high school or something like that. They went to, my dad, I think went to Lincoln. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. My mom went to McAteer when it was, but you know, now it's school no, of the arts. Know. Now it's school of the arts. Like it's over there on Portola near Twin Peaks. But um, yeah, like ju- ju- I think it's just the way I was raised. Like, um, you know, they had to have multiple jobs to, to put food on the table. So we didn't see, like I was always with my grandparents, you know, I was one of those kids that, you know, we were we were thrown to the grandparents because my parents mm-hmm. had to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I had, 
two sets of grandparents so we had to kind of alternate so culturally i was learning a lot from them and you know they're super old school mm-hmm. um and i'm 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 Ilocano and my my dad is Kabungpangan, uh, so it's two kind of different lifestyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my Kabungpangan side was kind of, you know, they have a house in San Francisco. You know, like they, they, they've had more that for- More established. Well, not even more established, just the fact that when they came here, they had a little bit more money, so they bought, they bought a house, mm-hmm. like literally on Ocean Avenue. And- um, How about the other side? The other side, um, I'm going to mention her, my- uh, and, and the thing is, do you do you call all of your like great aunts or something like or aunts? Tita. I call them all, like in my culture or my, my or in our culture, every elder is a grandparent. Yeah. So in my in my head when I was younger, I had like twenty grandparents. Oh, so Lola, Lola. In yeah, yeah. You call exactly. them all of them Lola. All of them are yeah, grandma, all, grandma this, grandma yeah. that. But then my my two main you know sets of grandparents, they're the ones that took care of me. But um, yeah, it's just. Being being raised by different Filipinos, like older Filipinos as well, it just, I was never able to catch on because one was speaking another language, like my oh, Ilocano they parents, speak they, Kapampangan. they were yeah. speaking, I, I couldn't, and I remember being a kid and, um, you know, we'd play these games like, oh, what's the word in Filipino? Like, we'll give you money, like, we'll give you, like, <laughs> we'll give you a dollar if you can guess what this word is. And they were like, and I would mix it up because like, they would say, how do you say rice? And I'm like... <sighs> I'm, in my head, I'm 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 fighting myself because it's like in 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 Kamapangan, it's like nasi or something like that, and then uh, in um, Ilocano, fuck, I forgot it was. Oh shit! Because then you're learning also the more the dialect ones. Yeah, the, oh, the, I'm, I'm learning yeah. like the the different types of of how to say one thing, and I yeah. get confused, and they're like, and they would laugh at me, and I'm like, why are you laughing? That's the that's the right word. It's like, nah, dude, that's the that's <laughs> another, that's a, we're not talking about that language. <laughs> so for me, it was it was tough because. And at the same time, I also, you know, I went to public school, like, right off the bat. Like, I wasn't, like, a transplant from Philippines. Yeah. And it just, I I immediately latched on to American style, like, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was watching way too much TV when I was a child. Like, I guess I just didn't want to learn it, you know? Wrestling and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big part, yeah. Where did you go to high school? Uh, I went to a few, man, like... Uh, when when I was in San Francisco, um, oh, at the time I was living in the East Bay. I think from I was from when I was about eight till about uh, my sophomore year of high school. But I still went to school here, which was really hard because imagine you're 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 a kid. You're supposed to be learning, but you're waking up at four in the morning because you gotta oh, be traffic. So like our commute was pretty bad. My parents, you know, the ultimate dream is to have a house, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful fucking house, mm-hmm. yard, backyard, mm-hmm. deck, you know, landscaping mm-hmm. and shit. So they, you know, they were working for, they were both working for the same company. They were making good money. They're like, fuck this. Let's go, let's go move to the East Bay because it was cheaper, man. It yeah, was, I think yeah. the house with, yeah. out there was like $200,000, five bedroom fucking house. Uh, but you're, you know, I'm away from school, like, I, like, Right after school, I've got to take the bus downtown. Then we got to go across the bridge. By the time we get home, it's eight o'clock. I got to do my homework. Fuck that. My grades were slipping. This was high school? This was um, ever since. I started struggling in school ever since middle school because I I don't blame it on the commute, but (laughs) fuck, man. Like, I had to lie to my parents. Like, did you do your homework? Yeah, I did my homework. I just go to sleep. But um, I went to, uh, I was supposed to, because, you know, and this is not to 
teach people how to you know live in a place and then <laughs> go to school in a certain place but <laughs> we had relatives yep, yep. you know that Yo, lived people in people do that yeah until they do now. it all the time they yeah. do that until now so like i went to uh wallenberg for a little bit which is uh wallenberg. it's a predominantly asian school it's out in uh geary yeah. and masonic uh, they didn't even have a, like a football team. Like it's more. That was a high school. It's a high school, and oh. it's actually one of the big skate spots too. Like in, when people come worldwide, they go to the high school because really? it's a good skate spot. Yeah, Wallenberg High School. Oh, all sk- skate videos you, you'll see them. They they all stop at Wallenberg. So you got deep into skating too. Um, when I was, I got into it a little later, but yeah, yeah I did because I was just such a fan, you know. Um, so I went to Wallenberg. Um, my sister went there for for three years, dude. And tragic thing, someone got murdered over there. And um, I think that's the point where my dad was like, "Let's, you know, let's, at the high school." Yeah, like some guy um, was chilling in front of the bus bus stop. I, I forget his name because I, I used to always see his photo all around. But then people came up, just shot him in the head. Just really rolled up and was just, it like gangs? I, b- I believe it was gang related. You know, like oh, back yeah. when the, the height of gangs and Asian gangs back then. Was this nineties? Uh, l- yeah, yeah, I'd say like early nineties. Yeah, I heard that that was the big. It was pretty uh, bad. Here, yeah. yeah, like you, you had to claim a color. Like I was in the East Bay, and my my sister was dating this guy, and he was a fucking crip, right? Like he was a really hardcore fucking crip. Your sister was dating. Well, she, you know, like yeah. back then, it's like that was just a thing to do. Like, like if. If you weren't, if you if you were bored like me, you're looking for your. I mean, I lived in the East Bay. There wasn't shit over there. <laughs> you're looking for the Some, thrill, like yeah. the like. I wasn't doing any martial arts. I wasn't. I didn't have any like um, need space to, to go. Yeah, no space. In a sense. I was just rollerblading. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, rollerblades. You know, like, rollerblades was like the shit. Uh, and she was going out with this gang dude, and you know, like. All of a sudden, I see myself wearing a fucking blue rag and fucking put a cigarette in my mouth, and I'm only like 13 or something like that, you know, hanging out with gang gang members, and it's like, what the fuck am I doing? That's the type of shit that 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 sucks about living out in like rural areas, you know? Yeah, like, but you, you, got, really, you didn't get sucked into it. Uh, I didn't get sucked in like hard where I was jumping people and shit like that. No, never. I, did, I all I did was like claim a color at one point, you know. So after I, like high, after going to going through that, um, and you can, as you can imagine, like I'd had I've I've had like different sets of friends because I have like East Bay friends and I have my like school friends and yeah. whatnot. So after Wallenberg, I went <clears throat> to El Camino just down over here. Yeah, El Camino. And you know, it's I'm I learned a lot about myself there. Really? I'll tell you that oh, um, just because like. Uh, you know, there's, there was a lot of girls there. You know, that was a big thing. Like, they had a, a reputation of having a lot of girls. And then um, it has a has a reputation for changing somebody as well. So, what? I, you know, like I was, you know, I, I went in there claiming, you know, Frisco this, Frisco that, you know, because I still had that hard kind of shell because I'm new school. I didn't know. I knew one fucking person. What grade it. did you go to? Um, it, was in the, it was a transition to freshman because uh, oh. when I was going to Wallenberg, it was a summer program and I needed to, I was low on credits already, like already right off the bat. They just let me graduate middle school because you know, was, was just <laughs> get the fuck out, you know, like, but you're behind, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, I had to make up some shit. I had to make up some credits. So then I went through through the summer program at at Wallenberg and I just kind of just dropped out because you know all that shit happened and went to the orientation over at El Camino and you know I'm just this Asian kid. The hairstyle at the time was long bangs in the front and you got a fade and then like a, a flat top 
Long bangs. Long the, bangs, dog. Did, hey. did you? No, you didn't sweep it back. Yes, yes, yes. That's, you did that's sweep exactly. It yeah, back. you have the long to. bangs and sweep. Back yeah, but then you gel. know you kind of do the you kind of do the, the <laughs> fucking hair whip, and it was a kind of a sign, signification that you were like a break dancer or something like that. That was that was the big thing. I was into break dancing at the time, and then um, it 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 just it just turned like as I started going to the high school, it my style started to change. Like I started wanting to wear you know hill figure and wanting to wear oh, polo sports. So it's oh, like. Shit. But I didn't have a job. I didn't have money. My parents what weren't going to buy that come, shit. How come, you know, how did it change you? How come that had a, rep- how come it has a reputation to change you? And then what well, started that change? It, it, it started to change me because I wanted to be like them. Like yeah, I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to dress nice. Was it a lot of Filipinos back then? Oh yeah, dude. Elko? It was like, I'd say maybe at least 70%. Yeah. yeah 70 shit. And that's a huge number. Dude, it's and, gone down. Yes. It's gone down. And if you can imagine, like my, my sister also, she she transferred over there with me. So it was good that I had her because, I mean, I would have been such a loner. I was hanging <laughs> out with the older kids or whatnot. But it started to change me in the sense where, you know, I was buying bootleg polo. My bootleg, <laughs> hey, like my, my mom started slanging that hey, shit for somebody. Boy. Like she was coming home with bags of like bootleg Calvin Klein. Oh, really? she get it she would just get it from her coworker because you know back then like she had to pay for this house it was a huge fucking i mean i'm not saying it was a sick ass house but it was a the biggest house i've ever lived in they 200,000 is probably not even a big mortgage right now so yeah, you know yeah. back then the, the cost of living was was a lot lower but and now we're talking about dollar gallon for for gas that was yeah, you yeah. know those times and she would come home with these garbage bags full of you know like all those like name brand things and i'm like this has got to be real it's gotta be real. Like I couldn't tell a fake, you know. Like I was just like, this shit's gotta be real. I'm gonna sport this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, get these fucking high tech boots. They look like Timberlands, but they, you know, they're just you know kind of they're payless. They're yeah. payless versions. I'm going to Marshalls getting this shit. I, I'm gonna wear corduroy point pants and this leather jacket that my dad has. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just take it for the day, and I'm just gonna rock out at El. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna spray my dad's cool water because you know. It, so that's when I started turning into one of them and yeah, I was yeah. like oh man but it was short lived though because I got kicked out like maybe uh, really out yeah of I was I, well not I was only kicked out because at the time I didn't have enough credits to graduate mm. I was I was I pretty much had sophomore sophomore year credits and I was a senior and uh, they they homecoming was a little bit after uh, the winter break or something like that and I turned 18 already. And they were like, you have two choices, man. You can stay here another two years. I was like, stay here for another two years? I was like, my cousin's already, my cousin's going to graduate when I fucking graduate. Or you go to adult school and, you know, finish it out over there. It's easier. Or you get a GED. And I was like, fuck that. I'm getting a GED. Yeah. And I bought a car. You bought a car. (laughs) I got a job and I bought a car. That's it. I didn't, I had no aspirations. I got my GED. It was just a test, right? That's yeah, but that, that's not the mindset you're supposed to have. You know, you're supposed uh-huh. to you're supposed to finish. You're supposed to ha- have the credibility of going having that thing to go to college. I think I was just a little bit distracted by the pussy. And <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, why do we talk down on the GED? Why? Hey, why, why is that? Co- that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like when. Nah, but I'm, I was scared. I was scared to put that on my job application, so I would lie. I would be like, hey, I went to high school. But then 
back then they don't really check they just see what yeah, you yeah, say yeah, you know yeah. it's like who the fuck cares it's but, high school you know right? GED yeah. is a great thing because it gets you over a certain like platform because like and it's like I don't know like you, you in gotta, the bigger picture of things it's fucking high school yes right yes. and so much pressure is put onto this kid to like you have to especially now graduate. though especially now like I don't think there was enough pressure like if if my parents really would have I, I feel like if my parents could have pushed me but in the end it's my it's my deal yeah, you know yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was the one that cut class I was the one that didn't want to go to school I was the one that but I feel like there was just some kind of disconnect. Like if they would have just been a little bit on me a little bit more, that would have been a little bit better for me. I wonder why. Why, why do you think there there was a disconnect there? Is uh, it because they think, were working? I think too, it or? was work for them and the fact that I, I grew into this rebellious person where, you know, I, seek, I was seeking the thrill. I was seeking to get laid. I wanted to lose my virginity. You know, I had to be out, right? Like it's, it's yeah. like I wanted to fuck. Yeah. Like I just... <laughs> I wanted to fuck an El Camino girl. I want like after a while, I didn't want to fuck an El Camino girl anymore. I was like, I want to fuck a, a Sacred Heart girl now. <laughs> you know, like I really wanted to fuck. Like I just this is this fucking like, body of ours, bro. Dude, you can't, we you need some more horny, help as, as young men, bro. And, I, and like, I'm a, I'm a visual person sometimes, man. Like I need to see some tits, man. Like, so. Oh. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh no, we got too real, bro. I, I just <laughs> we talked about the young man experience too much. Dude, the, the, that's like you're, when you're when you get fucking when you're in heat. Like I know that shit. Like sometimes <laughs> when my dogs, you know, when your dogs go in heat, like I understand them, man. I understand them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> That's why I got my my neutered, bro. <laughs> so it's like when when you're that that adolescent teen, yeah, yeah. and you wanna you wanna you wanna smoke that first cigarette, or you wanna drink that first forty, or you wanna feel how it feels to go to that party and fucking score, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I that's what I was I was in for, you know. And that's that's probably wasn't the best mindset, but in the end, like I wouldn't be here, me. If it, if I didn't go through all those yeah. those experiences, because yeah, I, I like at this point I don't give a fuck. I don't I don't care if I didn't graduate high school, but I I kind of care that I didn't go to college. You know, I, I went to Skyline directly after um, I, I I got my GED and got a job and got a car and all this, but just for the pussy dog. <laughs> I swear to God. So let me tell you this: I went to Sky, my first. Like I had registration, you know, and registration stressful because midnight you got to be on that bitch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you got to sign and, up for and, your classes. Yeah, and I didn't know any of this shit. I just I was all new to this, and my sister was like, "You better get on that fucking shit, dog." And I was like, "Nah, I'll get classes, dude, on your trip." So the only thing that was left, Tagalog, <laughs> right? And I think it was like a ceramics class or something, you know? And I was just like. All right, let's, let's let's try this. Let's try this college thing out, right? <laughs> so then, once I go to the Filipino class, and I'm late, you know, because I'm a fucking idiot. And then, turns out there's there's the you know the big titty girl that worked at the at the piercing pagoda, because I was working at the mall too, right? I was like, oh shit, she's she she's in the same class. I always wanted to, you know, I always wanted to meet her. So I just got distracted, you know, like I didn't listen. It's a Filipino class. I, I needed yeah. to learn this. Yeah, yeah. You know, you I really needed known, to learn this. You would have known Tagalog by now, bro. 
<laughs> so I got distracted. So I dropped out, you know, like, and it's, I, I even went back again to another Filipino class. <laughs> Same thing. Distracted. Yeah, yeah, distracted. So I was like, I just ended up dropping it, man. Oh, shit. I mean, dude, those are real stories, though, that yeah. I think would be very beneficial if the youngins hear, too, yeah. from folks like you, dude. Yeah, don't, like, don't get distracted from the pussy, dude, because it's... <laughs> balance. Learn balance, to balance, your right? Because you can't go Sacred Heart monk, like, celibate, because that's go also going to, like, disbalance you. You'll be fucking waking up in the middle of the night, like, yeah, yes, yes. like, with that release, like, you need to have a certain amount of, okay, I need to handle my relationship side, because that's a real part of being a young yeah, man. Yeah. But also handle the important academic side yes. if that's the goal that you're trying to go for handle that too don't yeah. get too caught up let me tell you one. this if internet porn was as easy and accessible as it was it is today back then i think maybe you know nah, you're going to maybe. get into a rabbit hole bro <laughs> Take it from the man who grew up with it at nine years old with a dialogue, yes, and learning how to clear the history at nine fucking years old, bro. Learning how to go on all the online websites, change the URLs so I can go from one free gallery to the oh, next, man. not having hey, to pay, but still stay pictures, on track with the story. Pictures bro. were key. Oh my goodness. You, you go into a rabbit hole and go, stop, stop, stop. Because then all the days of wasted, wasted time go with the real girl. But balance. Yeah. Balance. But in the bigger picture, though, mm-hmm. you, you're you disappointed you didn't go to college, but you've mm-hmm. done good. You've yeah, done good. I, I you've, mean, tell, me, tell me, speak on it a little bit in terms of the entrepreneurial side. Because I know you've been able to be successful as a photographer, mm-hmm. put food on the table, right? Well, also, I mean, at, be at successful s- as a businessman. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own different levels of, uh, of success, right? Yes. So, I wouldn't call it, you know, success. I mean, in, in other people's uh, like eyes, they, they see that there's... There's establishment there, and they they think it's success. Like when when people hear that I'm in the marijuana business, they think it's, you know, they think it's it's glitz and glamour. It's it's money like everywhere, and there's weed everywhere. I mean, there's there's they're right. There's weed everywhere, <laughs> but that stuff is you know it's, it's money. It's yeah. it's like money that's sitting. So I mean, as far as entrepreneurial um, success goes, I mean, I still, I mean, I call it small wins. You know, like if if we can make it through you know, this year and have, you know, like good sales that, you know, that's a win for me. That's, that's a form of success for me, but, um, it's different, you know, like it, in, with photography, it, it was just, it was just so tough to, to, to show people what I can do hmm. because, you know, we have social media and photography is it's, you're only, it's, it's just like funny. You're only good as your last photo on, on Instagram now. Fuck, so it's like right. you you kind of have yeah. to be on it and you 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 have to now it's all about content like back then i mean i'm not even it's not even that far far back but that's when it first started like i didn't know that i had to put content out like constantly 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 and you know i had a, i had a website I had, por- I had a portfolio and you know i had a bunch of inquiries i did um um, Darren Winayama you know our, our jujitsu uh, teacher like he he took me to to levels 
where I've never thought I'd, I'd ever be published in in a magazine. Like that was a huge win for me. Granted, you know, like MMA magazines aren't like Rolling Stone or not, mm-hmm. they're not like Time Magazine, but just to see my name on on paper was a huge win for me. And that, and you know, it only got better for me at at that time because you know people started noticing my work, and then it got me to transition to doing you know like more people stuff other than like um like uh, combat sports because com- i loved combat sports but it just doesn't pay mm. you know, I, I i was doing it because i loved it you know mm-hmm. like i was doing it for free you're doing event photography yeah i was doing i was doing all most of the dragon houses mm. at the time um i was i was shooting it for uh, this local magazine called vincent and um they were tr- they were trying to be one of like the the come-ups on bay area mma and mm. they wanted to expose people and they they were pretty much at the top of the food chain when it came to um just MMA local magazines. So like they were in all the MMA gyms. They were, you know, every time they found out I was from Vincent, you know, like. Vincent? W- yeah. Vincent. I think it's, it's yeah, V-I-N-C-I-T. Yeah. Oh, v- I don't know why they, they called it that. Oh, but they're, they're, they're no longer around. Okay, like she, okay. she ended up getting married and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, but um, I would be cage side, watching fights, exactly what I love to do. And I would, I would take photos. Like that was the perfect life for me, but it didn't fucking pay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I grinded it out for as long as I couldn't. And at at one point, I was like, dude, I'm I'm tired of doing this for free. So like, I started. Uh, I you know I wanted to charge at that point, but you don't get really p- paid for much for for shooting for shooting fights, you know? So I transitioned over to like freelance stuff where it was like weddings, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, couples, um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. commercial stuff for like, um, I did, I have some friends that are entrepreneurs. I helped them out with some stuff, like some product stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, it was just tough when it's tough when, like I said before, it's tough when you're doing something as a passion and then doing something to put food on the table because when when you start doing it to put food on the table and you're and and you're just not to that point where it's like making you like a lot of money it starts to water down like i was taking gigs just to take them mm. like because i needed to make I, ne- I needed to pay rent to the point where it started ruining my relationship with my with my with my lady because um i had this uh I have this friend I was shooting photos for and he was paying me pretty well. And when, you know, he found someone that will do it for less money and, and it's business, you know, it's, yeah, business. Yeah, it's business in the end, it's business. Yep, yep. You know, I was a little butthurt, but I shouldn't have been because it's business. I should have been, I should have kept doing other gigs. I should have, you know, I was kind of relying solely on what he was, what he was providing. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's when it started going downhill. Like it was just like, I wasn't getting hit up anymore because, um, you know, maybe my work started to, to suffer and it, you know, like I, it, it sucked for me to close down or shut down my portfolio because at the time, um, you know, I was so into it that like, I thought that was going to be, that was it. You know, like I was going to fucking shoot through the stars and I was going to make so, I was going to be the best fucking photographer in San Francisco. And it just, that just wasn't the case. So after that, you know, like I, you kind of have to just roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. Like once you, I mean, for me, one thing that, that I have hard, a hard time doing is realizing, you know, when, you know, like it's, it's realizing when, when I'm losing, mm. you know, like I'll, I'll just try to keep going, just keep going, push, keep, push, 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 push. But then, you know, that's when, when you need 
that, to that tap look, out. That's when that, you need to tap out. And, <laughs> and luckily, you know, my wife, she she saw it from the outside, and she, for the most part, she was just like letting me do it because you know it was it was my dream, mm-hmm. and I loved her for it. But there was a point where she was like, "Look, if we don't change things, then, dude, I'm." we can't pay rent and we, we can't, we're not going to have this. We're not going to have that. And, and then, you know, it started to get to the point where she's like, I might have to just like, you know, like this is not, this is not the life I want to live. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's when you started going, Oh yeah, shit, shit. I'm about to lose my girl over this shit. <laughs> I might have to go back yeah. selling AT&T. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> Scout and, out Ceremony and, and, again. and at the, at that point I was like, dude, I'll fucking work at Starbucks. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I even yeah. went back to wrenching after like, wrenching yeah working on cars like oh, I, okay. I became a jan i was a janitor for oh. god's sakes like i you know i lived I've, I've worked so many fucking jobs that like that's why when when i see like you know like how bad people treat like labor blue collar labor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um filipinos mexicans and all that i've been through those jobs where i had to clean up after people or I had to clean up after events or clean up bathrooms and shit like that that's the shit that people don't see you know like when people work hard they work 10 times harder than some of these people mm-hmm. and they're not getting the fucking the paycheck. They're not getting the recognition and they don't care because it's providing them with, you know, like what they got. And luckily, you know, my wife, she, you know, she saw everything that was happening and, and she grounds me, man, because I, I come up with some weird shit, especially <laughs> when I'm high or something like that. I'll be like, I want to do this. She's like, I don't know about that. She's like, yeah. And, you know, like there was one idea. I was like, I mean, how come we can't put penises on, on t-shirts? But she's like, I don't think the ready, I don't think the world's ready for that. <laughs> you said that that was an idea? Yeah. Was she's like, she's like I want to make serious? t-shirts where, you know, I want to put, I want to put like hidden dick somewhere and like. And and it's just a big fucking joke, and we'll we'll, we'll call it buto, you know, like you know that's the fucking Ilocano word for dick, and like I think it's gonna be great. Let's let's put like maybe like five. Let's do like five hundred shirts, and she's just like, I don't know, man. That's like, yeah. She, I, I brought that up one time, and she luckily she brought me back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if 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 yeah, I didn't, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. that would have been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I, I maybe. Maybe at least one or two concept shirts. I'd be down to rock it, bro. Around here, I'd rock a, I'd rock a you, Can you imagine? If, so I used to play disc golf with my friends when I was unemployed, right? Yeah. Disc golf. There's a couple of disc golf courses. It's just like golf with frisbees. Oh, like, and you're trying to just get to a certain... There's a goal. Yeah, there's oh. a goal. Boom. It's fun, man. I think you'd really? really like it, dude. And they have special discs for it, so that's really? why it makes it really cool, yeah. They have like a putter, a driver, and a medium. My friends got really into it when we were all unemployed. We just, <laughs> they got really into it. I, I went with them like a bunch of times, but it was, it's fun as fuck. Yeah. But um, I... Um, <laughs> so you have to differentiate your discs or else because there's p- other people playing oh yeah, yeah so yeah. it's just like golf so you're you're throwing 300 yards oh, like it's shit. a big it's course like pretty big it's oh. a big course yeah so you're throwing i don't know about 300 yards but it's 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 a long yeah long course and they have like 18 holes which is fucking insane and where go, is this going to park so you can imagine oh. they have the space yeah so when you throw them sometimes you'd be like oh is that mine or is that or is that the guy on the next hole like he might have fucked up or something so i drew naturally i drew a dick on mine right so, so like i drew a dick and it, it looked pretty it, it looked pretty um like i put a lot of a lot of like thought into, thought into it, it yeah. you know because i was like yeah you know like i want my shit to be different you know like, i even named it like i named it like along the shafts i, I named it al-qaeda i named it al-qaeda right so then 
<laughs> so then there was one time where me and my boys were playing and then like I threw the disc and it was a, and mine landed along the trail where people walk because you actually have to call forward because dude if you get hit with a fucking disc that shit will yeah. cut you open you know so my disc was dick side up right yeah. so this, this white chick she freaking walked by she goes oh my god there's a dick on that dick or on that disc yeah. and then she goes oh it's an ugly one too. <laughs> And then me and my boys were just <laughs> laughing. Like, I was just like, oh my God. So that's like, I've just been that guy. I've been that, you know, in Superbad, you know, there's that guy that was drawing dicks all the time. Yeah, yeah. I've been drawing dicks like <laughs> since, like, me and my cousins have been doing it since we were kids. So, like, we, we draw some mean dicks. Some mean dicks. <laughs> fascination. I don't know. Because we've been watching porn ever since we were young. And, like, you know, like, it's just. It's just that thing, you know, like that thing we did. It's just a natural inclination. I think it's the it's the testosterone that um, calls out to you yeah. to represent the. I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of phallic and um, like vagina yoni imagery in a lot of even architecture. Yeah. Um, even if you go to like the old school ones, um, like I know this one. Uh, it's called Silo's Message, and they're they're a group of like meditators, and they have lit, um, little meditation spots and everything. Yeah. They have a statue that's in all over the world in their different locations, and basically it's just a phallic image of like a fountain there, and then the vagina, which is the watering carrier. So maybe there's something just innately inside of us that just wants to draw things. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know it's, I'm down uh, for that If you make a concept shirt bro I'm a rock that That buto bro I'm a rocket I'm down to represent Like that's the That's one of our uh, uh, Where we come from man. <laughs> Yeah I, man I mean I've I've always tried to be creative With drawing dicks So like we, <laughs> well, Just in general You know like it, Whether it's drawing dicks Photography Or like, like that. <laughs> Taking like pictures said, of dicks Yeah I just want to I've never taken pictures of dicks But If someone paid me I'd do it I don't give a fuck I saw your Photo shoot with your wife When she was pregnant Yeah man She good. um It was good Yeah it was cool Picking up a camera again Cause it's It's um Like I was really like such Heavy a, into Heavy it. into like To the point where I was such a nerd about it And I I spent the money. I even sold my fucking Miata for for this for camera. camera. Yeah, dude. Fuck. I spent. I think I bought it for like it was like thirty five hundred dollars for a, what camera? At the time, it was it was like the biggest shit. It was a five D Mark III. Oh shit! Yeah, but now it's like that thing just lost so much value. Now I think it's only I think you get a body alone now for maybe like less than two thousand now. Holy shit! It's a great camera, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I I stick in the three hundred. Yeah, range. dude. Hey, you I ended up. Do- I ended, up getting, I ended up getting something very similar to that rebel over there. And yeah, yeah, dude, that's, that's, Dang, you got good. the eye, you got the eye for it. The, when, like, the I was, camera is even flipped around. Like, you uh, can't even see the front. I was like, I got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you've got, man, you got the photographer yeah. gear. eye, my yeah, dude, dude legit, like, that was a test. That was a legit yeah. test. I can't, I wouldn't be able to tell that. Yeah, dude, I'm looking was, at it right now. I'm like, that's a DSLR. Oh, 
Yeah. Dang, you were deep into it. I then. was really deep, man. But tell me that transition. You were saying, right? Your wife said, "Yo, we need to switch," and you yeah. got into those different jobs. So, yeah. What got you into? You said you first got like a delivery service job, but yeah. what got you into starting <clears throat> it yourself? Actually? I just it. Uh, I'll probably sound like an asshole for it, but I just saw how much money he was making, <laughs> and then I also didn't like how he handled his collective like it was just it was it was dirty for one it was just it was like we were in we we're pretty much in like a like a basement uh, and like it he had a it cat it, it, my allergies pro- professional yeah and and you know like and you always like the natural reaction is to be like i can fucking do this i can do it better or i can how do much it was better. he raking in a lot a lot a lot a like, lot six figures yes okay but his, but his, he had sales, employees. his sales. How many employees? Oh, he had a, he had a few. It was only a few select, um, a few select uh, people, um, and you know he was he was doing like in sales he was doing seven figures. You know like it was it's, it was a million dollar business. Yes. What? Yeah, but that's sales. You know that's not including yeah, tax. That's not, that's not, that's not payroll. The final. Yeah, and that's margin. that's that's the the one thing that we we discovered like when we first. Uh, once, uh, well, so to bring it back, once, um, you know, I was smoking on the job. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie, he fired me for smoking on the job, and like, <laughs> and, like and he also got got wind that I was gonna, like, he, he even pulled me to the side one day, and he was like, "I heard you're gonna start your own thing." I was like, "No, <laughs> like, where'd you hear that from?" He's like, "Well, maybe. I mean, like, if I could, you know, like." And the thing that hurt the most, I think, was that. It wasn't like he was like, oh, dude, if you would start, you know, like, I'll help you or I'll, I'll, you know, like, if you need guidance or you need advice, you know, I'll, you know, I can guide you or I can, you know, I can point you in the right. He didn't have to, he didn't have to help me or anything. He could have just been a little bit more understanding about it. Instead, he got offended, you know. And then just kicked you. After that, like a few days went by and he had to find it find a reason to fire me and that was because he he's been knowing i've been smoking on the job but he just used that as like a fucking <laughs> as a fucking segue to fucking fire my ass and and the thing is like these aren't real jobs you know this this shit's not documented you know i was making money under the table Shh. yeah fuck that i was making under the table <laughs> and, don't, don't. and you know like it 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 that's just the way it was. Like it, like he had every right to fucking fire me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I was probably a cancer in his business. Yeah, yeah I probably yeah. would have become one because no one else was smoking on. A, well, yes, they were. Come on, <laughs> I wasn't the only one, guy. And then um, after it's all that, coming out after that, and and what the fucked up thing was, like when it was good because I was making all right money. You know, like I was making tips because I was, you know. I, I was an approachable guy. Like Did they I was, tip you? When, yeah, when people, yeah, totally. When you deliver, and people I, tip I would you? make, dude. There was one night I was making a hundred dollars on tips, a couple of nights, and just, this was during the holidays. And um, uh, after that, like, you know, I was like, when I was working for him, I proposed to my wife. You know, I was making enough where I was like, I can yeah. get this ring. You know, things are good. I'm not going to leave this job. I, I didn't. I had no idea I was going to get fired. I had no idea I was going to try to start my own business. So I. I as you can, if you can imagine, the the day I fucking came back from work, I was like, I was crying, dude. I was like, he fucking fired me. You know, I was crying. That, that's a devastating fucking thing to do. Is yeah. when you know you're, and 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 this is after I fucking I ended up moving to San Francisco. Also during that time, 
because we we had a we had we were living in Daly City. We had a nice that was probably my favorite spot I've ever lived in. Yeah. But we had to, we had to leave. Expensive. Yeah, it was expensive, and there was other plans for that for that place. And so we moved to San Francisco. So um, at the time, also I was growing weed. I was learning how to grow weed. And in San Francisco, it's legal to grow weed. Yeah, a certain amount of weed. And uh, after I told her, um, she was just like, "It's okay, you know." Like we, 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 she, you know, she just had such a positive outlook on it. She was like, "Okay, we, let's do this, or we'll start looking for this, or maybe you can start shooting again, or maybe like she, she, there was no way she made me feel like shit, you know? Yeah, like, and that's just dope. Like, and like." And, and, you know, I'm an emotional guy. Like, I was crying pretty hard. You know, I was like, <laughs> you, know, like <laughs> I was, you know, when guys that don't cry, they cry. It's just like, fuck, I was just crying. I was bawling like, I was bawling like fucking someone oh, took my fucking, yeah, my porn collection away or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, after that, like, I was just like, you know, we were trying to think of things that we could do. After it all kind of smoothed out because I was pretty emotional, I was like, why don't we just, I mean, I know. I know some people. Why don't we just, why don't we just try? She was like, how much do you think it'll cost? I was like, I don't know. Let's, so we started doing the numbers. Um, I found out how he did it. And I just emulated everything that, that he did. Mm. Uh, with, and which isn't good because he had bad habits that carried on to me. Um, and it was, it, and that's when it all started. When did it start? When was it? It was September 2000. We, our official open day was September 8th, 2014. Dang. And I remember opening the first day and just sitting by the phone and I'm just like, fucking ring, motherfucker. You know, like ring, ring, ring. Because if it's, if it's not ringing, we're not making money. And, um, you know, we had a, we, uh, the first couple of weeks were real tough, you know, and, and then as we started getting regular customers, it started getting really, really good, really good. Right. I was like, Holy shit, we're doing pretty damn good. And disaster strikes, you know, like there, there was, there were a couple of things where we were led to believe we can have like an, a bank account and we, and, um, and we were able to, uh, you know, use credit card as a form of payment. Mm -hmm. And we just got shut down. Like we, our bank account got shut down. We had some money in there. Um, and the thing is the check was made out to say like mighty breed or something. We can't cash that shit because it's, it belongs to an entity or mm -hmm. like a or corporation mm -hmm. and no bank would let us catch it because it, it wasn't assigned to Sean or it wasn't assigned to Pam. And that's when it kind of snow started to snowball like down. And, and I told you, man, like in this industry, it's, it's either you got some financial backing from like venture capitalist or like someone with a big pocket. Yeah, especially now that's being more commodified. <clears throat> yeah. um, it's, it's, it was tough for us because we didn't have no sponsor. We didn't have like a, we didn't have like someone backing us and it's, it, it was just a big fucking sine wave. You know, like <laughs> sine wave. Yeah. got technical on yeah, us, dude. It, yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah. it was a huge sine wave. Like it'll be shitty, 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 shitty. Good, good, good. It's shitty, shitty, shitty. Like it'll, it'll be. We, we've, you know, like we've had ups and downs, and we've made good money, and then tax comes around. Oh, what do we do with tax? We had no idea how to do tax. Oh shit! So we had to find accountant. We had to, like we we learned. There's everything a lot on of learning on the way. Yeah, and That's I was like, how are they supposed to tax marijuana? Yeah, you know, like it's like how they and. You know, we just found out 
a lot of things. We just found out everything on the fly. We, we made bad investments. We made good investments. And, you know, right now it's with Mighty Breed, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot happier. I'll tell you that, you know, like I, in the beginning, we, we probably shouldn't have quit our jobs <laughs> because she had a good job. <laughs> I had, uh, so I probably should have had a side. Both of you quit your jobs. Yeah. Because I thought, in. I thought it was going to be Fuck. like the other guy. I yeah. really did. I thought we were going to be that fucking busy. And when we weren't, you know, we were just sitting there and we were just doing marketing. We were just, you know, we were doing our thing. And there was a point where my wife was like, I got to go back because we need to survive, you know? And so she went back to work, thankfully, and she worked like these weird jobs and stuff. And mind you, she's never been out of a job for that long. Oh, you know, shit. like she, she's always been working. Working, yeah. And um, for her to drop everything and, you know, join this venture with me was amazing. No other person would ever do that, you know? And she saw the ups and downs and she, um, she went back and I was on my own. I think that was very detrimental to our business because now I'm by myself. Now I'm delivering. I'm doing the, granted, she's doing the accounting, which was something I would never fucking do because I suck at it. I suck <laughs> yeah. at numbers. I was doing all the marketing. I was doing like delivery deliveries, answering the phone. And like now I started losing sight and shit was starting to fall through the cracks. And mind you, this is when, you know, we lost our merchant. We lost our bank account. We never went back to it. Um, we're still getting paid. We're st we were getting paid as much as we were before it. Cause when it was good. And um, now you know, I went through another realization, like, you know, me and her talk a lot, you know, because we, we, we have good communication. That's the one thing I love about her is that we have good communication. And mm -hmm. I think that's what's, that's what a lot of people, a lot of people ask me, Hey, how long you been with your lady? I'll do, I've been, I've been with her for about 14 years. What the fuck? Yeah. And the only way it's worked is because of the communication. Mm. Like we, you know, we build off each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like if, if, if she's into something, I'm going to help her. Mm. Like or she's, she's going to help me. Mm. And, um, so, you know, she had that talk again. There was that fucking talk. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, this is this is what you see and this is what I see. And it wasn't good. Like we in order for us to advance, we we need, you know, we need more income. Like we we couldn't keep up with the supply and demand at the time and we couldn't like there, there was just so much demand, but people were, were coming to us, but they wanted something new all the time, but we didn't have the capital for it. You know, like it was just so. But they wanted like a new strain. Yeah. Every time, every week, it's like, what do you got new? And then we'd lose them after a few weeks, you know, like it's, mm. and you know, before we were able to do that because we were raking in some decent money, but when it started to fall off, it was, it, it started making tough to keep up with the demand. So, you know, we, we made it work, but then in my head, I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore, man. Like it's, like with the birth of my son, that's that's when it well, when we found out we were pregnant. That's when it really fucking came to. It's like, are we going to be able to raise this kid solely on marijuana and your day job? And we we no. So I ended up getting a job. So now you know. Granted, I hired a guy to deliver for us. I still work the phones, but I have a job that allows me to do both. I can work both jobs mm. and be in two places. Mm. You know, like I don't necessarily have to deliver anymore, but now I, f I don't have that pressure to always when the, 
like take everything on. Yeah, on exactly. You. Like it. Like is this your now, first employee? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We oh, hired. Okay. Like he's a he's you know he's been a long time friend. Like I met him when I was working for the other guy. Mm. Like he was a he was a member. Like I was delivering to this guy, mm. but he's just he's just been very passionate about the industry. And you know, like I don't I didn't really trust a lot of people. I still don't trust a lot of people in this industry. But he was one person I trusted, and I trust him with my product, and I trust him with representing the mighty breed brand you know like good customer service and and good product you know so i mean that's where we're at now like i i you know i work my day job and what's your day job now so i i'm a property manager for a a, a firm out in um in san bruno they have a bunch of properties in san francisco east bay and so i i represent san francisco i watch over 10 properties in the city drive around a lot yeah and, and but it's okay because I've been driving around yeah, fucking yeah, for yeah, the past yeah. fucking five years, you know, so it wasn't oh, anything to me. Before, bro, all your Snapchats were all the different driving, geotags, yeah. bro. You I went just, every single geotag. I went everywhere, dude. So it's like, I'm glad I'm not on the road anymore because, man, just it's it takes a toll on your body, man. Just, just being driving. on the road and driving. And, you know, there were times where I had to, you know, I'd be done for the night and there'd be a late fucking order. And I'm like, fuck, I got to go all the way out again. And, you know, it's... Like there was a point where my son was born and I'd be out delivering and it's just like, man, I don't like leaving my wife, you know, she's brand new newborn and I have to go out and deliver weed. It sucked, you know? But like I said, like I have a different level of success and success for me right now, my one thing is raising a healthy child at this point yeah, yeah. and being able to juggle and being to another form of uh, another when for me is realizing that, you know, like I'm not that big shit or I'm not, you know, like that, that fucking soldier that needs to fucking grind out. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I need my wife to, to, yeah. to I need my wife in my life so yeah. we can advance, you know? So like, you know, she, me, she telling me to possibly like, she just, she was like, what do you think maybe you want to go back to work? And I'm just like, I thought about it. And, you know, I haven't thought about that in, in so long because I was so determined on making Mighty Breed successful. And I bit the bullet and I'm happier than ever, honestly. Like, it it takes so much off, like, off my plate that, like, I have a guy delivering and I don't have to worry about... The dailies. I just have, yeah, the dailies. And it's just... And and to to know that you know our expenses for our lives, not just for the business, are taken care of. You know, so I urge anybody, you know, like any entrepreneur that wants to get into um any field, any or- field is to uh, you know do your research first and and make sure you have a good support system. You know. It sounds like you have something really good with your lady, dude. I do, man. And, and it sounds like I, a credit, legit I credit blessing. I, I credit her. I credit her like with for everything that's going on. Dope. Okay. So um just to kind of I, w- I want to ask, right? Um we can start um heading to the close. Um but I want to ask you for three pieces of advice and I like doing it context wise sure. in a way where how about three pieces of advice for somebody who may not necessarily have been the most academic in school maybe they got their mm-hmm. GED too maybe they are in college or maybe they dropped out mm-hmm. of college too right yeah. but 
have these entrepreneurial ideas and really want to pursue them, what are three pieces of advice? Three pieces of advice for someone in my shoes. I'd say one, get your network right, but not for the wrong reasons. Because all in you who you know at this point. Then what are the what do you mean? Could you expound a little uh, bit more? Like on that for example, on like if, what are the wrong reasons, and how do you get it right? Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question? Like, can you like, like the three? Because you said. Sorry, I was looking at my phone. All good. Like all good. You millennial. Yeah. Uh, but you said get your network right. Yeah. But get it right, f not for the wrong reasons. Yes. Right? So what are the wrong reasons? So some in people your try to just get get a huge network just to to have some type of pull or just to get some type, like it's like when people ask for discounts, same concept. It's like, you only want to know someone because mm -hmm. they're this person mm -hmm. or they're, they have this much money or they have, um, or they can get you somewhere. You want to, for me, it's like when I network, I want to help that person. And that if that person wants to help me, I want to help that person. It has to be a two way street, right? Mm -hmm. Not, not, not a one way. It, it, it can never be a one way street for like, if you want to network, you can't just be in it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you have to know that if you're going to network with someone, you're going to have to, you know, eat balls or you're, you're going to have to like, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was just an expression. <laughs> That's an expression that I use. <laughs> you're supposed so, to. <laughs> it was so serious. And like, what? <laughs> I just envisioned fear factor. Or like what's the deeper meaning behind this lesson? What? <laughs> yeah. So you have to eat balls and like, you kind of have to be, you have to, you have to grind, you know, you have yeah, to yeah. help that other person out, you know? Yeah. Um, two, I'd say make sure never to quit your job if you have one. Hmm. Just until, because just because you can try out what you're going to, because then if you drop everything, you're kind of fucked, right? Because if it doesn't work, you're, you're fucked. You, you don't have anything to fall back on. Hmm. Um, so if you're going to try anything entrepreneurial, just make sure you save up for it or you, you know, don't quit your job or make sure you have something in place that will cover your expenses while you're, you're taking this, this joint, this, this venture. Mm -hmm. uh, three, I'd say make sure you have a good support system. I mean, like mm. it, if your parents can be on board, it's even better because the motivation, like whether it's coming from your friends, your parents, your girl, it, it helps a lot because if, if my girl wasn't telling me that I can do things that, you know, if, I, if, 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 if the photo I took was good or the weed strain smelled good or like it just, it would have never came. It, it was just never have been what it is. Dope. Transition from there. Cause I want to ask, give me two. Now we're going from mm -hmm. three to two. Give me two little advice based on how do you have a good relationship? Good relationship. Because you have yeah. 14 years. Yeah, You man. went from El Camino being distracted from all the Punani. All the yeah. And then now you have a 14 year. Yeah. That's hella long, It bro. is long, man. So, so what are I'd your, say like, one. From a perspective of you, for the younger men out yeah. there. I'd say, I'd say communication. I mean, like if you can't even if you can't even hold a conversation with the chick you're with, you probably shouldn't, you probably shouldn't be with her. If you don't have the same interests or if you, um, or if like, or if you guys are just constantly arguing or something yeah. like that, it's, it's probably not a good look, you know, like if, if the communication is not there, then like, and, and 
communication for me is the same thing as compromise because you compromise with communication as well. Like there's sometimes when I don't want to watch fucking, you know, the new girl. Like, okay, let's 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 you know like you guys you just have to compromise like or i don't want to fucking eat here let's how about let's try this or let's or you know like and you just kind of have to be totally honest with each other you know um but number two i'd say i'd say fucking quit being a fucking bitch man and just don't have the fucking like i felt like when i was growing up i had this this mental picture of what my woman was supposed to look like right big tits big ass skinny waist and shit like my my fucking what, what's the word my uh dream your what's the fucking my ideal chick ideal, right yeah like your standards there you go yeah. like your standards it's one of those memes like what you see and then what people see you know what i mean like like just if you can like your standards don't have to be so high where it's like you know like she like the, the thing I, I noticed about my, my my wife back then was i was like damn she got, i was like god damn like she's skinny than a motherfucker right i was just like damn she, she look i was like she look you know like at the time i was like damn she look good as fuck like you know like because in the you know that's going to be your fucking wife in the end so you just start talking man shit <laughs> and um and I almost, I almost didn't want to like, I almost didn't want to fucking date her because she was young, just for that. Well, she was younger than you. She was younger than I was, you know. Like it was just, I, I had this thing where I was like, I would never fucking date a person that far behind from. How much older? Uh, three, four years. Which, really? Yeah. Damn, you thought that was. Young. I thought I really did thought, think that was oh, a shit. big gap, and I almost dropped her for that, you know. Really? Yeah, and, and luckily I didn't. Whoa. And, and yeah. so quit being a bitch with your high ass standards. Yes. <laughs> like, cause you'll, you'll be surprised at how beautiful people are mm. on the inside. And then that makes them beautiful on the outside. Right. Yeah. Or else you'll just end up alone. Or you'll end up with that bitch fucking gold digger or like the chick that she's a gym rat. And then she starts fucking like fucking the fucking the <laughs> teacher. And then you're fucking fucked and you're, <laughs> you're all emotionally wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, man. I thought you were happy with me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. So those are my those are my two Word. relationship things. Thank you for coming on. What Dude, is your sure, last? Man. Do you have any last thought? Last major uh, message for the for the folks, public for the public. Yeah, man. I I, I just want to say that um, I love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I love your setup here, and um, I love that there's someone out there that's really that really cares about our our community and our race you know like they're only one of the reasons why i wanted to do this podcast is because I, I do love what you're doing and it's it's just such a it's just it's comforting to know that there's someone like you out here because when i see your when i see your instagram and your snapchat you you don't give a shit about who's watching what you're doing like you'll sing you'll dance around you'll <laughs> you'll do your music thing and you'll do it because you know that it makes you happy and it, and and you're and you're expressing yourself creatively and it's there, i wish there was more people like you thank you i still give a shit though it's a <laughs> <laughs> i'm like but, should but, i post hey, this shit anyone that can <laughs> oh, they like my shit 
anyone that will put themselves out there like that that's that that's fucking for sure thank you i appreciate it i appreciate it um how can um people find your stuff yeah mighty breed so uh mightybreed.org is our is our delivery service uh you do have to be a i mean uh an mmj card uh holder medical so medical yes to be medical and you can see some of our stuff on our website mightybreed.org our instagram is mighty underscore breed um you can see me uh sean underscore pierre p-i-e-r-r-e underscore on instagram and twitter um sean pierre on um on facebook and uh we do have a few like youtube handles on for uh, mighty breed if you want to just look at people smoking weed and whatnot so just search <laughs> mighty breed um mighty breed. but uh yeah that's that's where you can find us and um Thank you so much for having me on. For this sure, is fucking, this sure, is fucking dope. I, I wouldn't mind. I, like, you should, please, I'd, I'd love to come back again. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some yes, more stuff. Yes. It's just fucking my, my wife is like oh, texting good. me right now. Oh, We're good. supposed for to sure. eat dinner. That's that 14 years, son. Yeah, man. You got to do that you texting. Do it. If you want that 14 years, compromise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pornhub Premium. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Pornhub Premium. <laughs>